Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast as I have feedback on my headphones. Hopefully you guys didn't hear that. If you did, I apologize. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. Thank you for your patience. We got a little late start. Nana and I took naps today and we were both like, oh crap, it is time to start. So I am one of your hosts, Jillian Lunzer Hernandez. I am here with my mom, aka Nana, Eileen Lunzer, my co-host. Welcome, Eileen, Nana, how you doing? Oh, honey, I feel like a hot mess today. I am so sorry. I was laying, fell fast asleep, mm-hmm. and I can always tell Dad, you know, I got a podcast, so wake me up. But he forgets. You know, we're old. This is what we do. <laughs> we do. We for, we forget shit. It's terrible. And so I, there I am snoring, and I hear my phone ringing going, is it morning? I just, oh, my goodness. No, it was not morning. <sighs> it was your beautiful daughter. Yes. Saying, yes, it was. Get time to work. <laughs> it's time Get to up. put you to work, Nana. So, yes, Get welcome up. to everyone in the live. Thank you for joining us. We are going to be recapping, breaking down the latest episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Vanderpump Rules, and part one of The Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. So, we have a lot to get to. Make sure you put all of your comments in the live chat. Also, if you are joining us live on YouTube, Make sure you give this video a thumbs up as soon as you can. That'll help us populate in the algorithm for other Bravo people. And yeah, make sure you're subscribed if you're not already subscribed. As you can see, Nana and I are joining you today. I, you know, quarantine hair, Nana don't care. We got to keep it fresh. So I'm wearing a Jojo Siwa bow. I love that bow. I love that bow. Which was given to me by my niece, Lucy. It was supposed to be for her hair, but at the time, it just didn't fit in her little baby hair. So she goes, here, Joeen. And when I wear it, uh, I think she gets a kick out of it. So, And I also always kind of wanted to be one of those cheerleaders. And I just watched the cheer documentary on Netflix, Nana, a couple months ago. And you know how they all wear these really big bows and they're in Texas and... Uh, I don't know. It seems to be like the best teams are in the South, but maybe I'm, yeah, I don't know a ton about the cheerleading stuff, but I feel fun. And Nana is wearing her beautiful, uh, pink. I'm wearing the wig. Oh, you guys, I'm having a hot flash. So here we go. Nana, okay. starting with a hot flash. Stripping down, baby. All right, Nana, do you want to give us a little I've Minnesota? In a long time. Do you want to give us a little Minnesota update before we jump right into these recaps? All right. I'd love to. I got out today. It was huge. Um, wore the wore my protective gear. You feel like you're going into war. Serious. You get your gloves on. You get your mask on. And I went to um, we call it the workhouse in Woodbury, St. Paul. And they have these beautiful plants that the inmates do. You know. Oh, so you and, went to an actual jail prison? I think you were talking about that maybe last episode. Yes. You were gonna go or something. Yes, and we went. And it just, you know, this is the workhouse. This is like the small offense type people why they're in, like, and I shouldn't say small offense, but just small DUIs, if you will, and things like that. It's not the... No murders. It's not the, no, nothing like that. And okay. this year, they weren't able to be out there helping us because they'd help us with our plants and things. Mm-hmm. But it was all the volunteers. So... I miss that because the guys are always so nice and helpful and they're just happy to be outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just, their plants are beautiful. It's wonderful. If you do live in St. Paul, try to get there. It's on Century Avenue, way out Century, across the streets, Woodbury. 
you know, it's South Maplewood. I'll put it that way. It's the fabulous plant. So we got to buy plants. I was so excited. First yes. time your dad's ever been there. Because I would talk about this and talk about this. He go, oh, yeah, well, how good could it be? He said, oh, my God, these are wonderful. So we picked up plants together. People were social distancing. Can't get in without your gloves and or mask. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so helpful. The people are, are all do volunteer. And the money goes back into the correctional facility. Okay, so, so the actual a- inmates are volunteering their time or they're put to work. How does that work? They're out there yeah, helping you? Yes, except for this year, because they don't mm-hmm. want anything to happen where it would bring it back into the other Got inmates. It. Yes, yes, yes. But, and so I miss that part of it because they're always so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, we all make mistakes in our life. So anyway. <laughs> no, there was no judgment for me. I was just curious how it worked. Oh, no. No, I'm just saying, you know, because at first when I, I would tell people, you know, the inmates are there helping you, they go, what? You know, anyway. So yeah, it was yeah. fabulous day. I got to, oh, plants, plants, plants like crazy. It was fabulous. Yes. Oh, so good. So anyway, that was a fun day. Your state is open, right? Minnesota's open? Well, we are and we're not. Okay. Uh, so you open on Monday? Yes. Restaurants will be open Monday. Um, hairstylists and things like that will be open June 1st. I have an appointment with Mary June 4th. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to getting this colored and cut. Okay. Um, I got to get my summer buzz, you know, kind of buzz. Buzz on the side. Yep. Buzz on the side. So it, it's just a wonderful, it was a great day. Great day. And then, you know, get a little napper and now we're ready to party. All right. Let's start with the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion part one, because I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I had low expectations because it's a Zoom reunion and I'm thinking... I don't know if I'm going to like this. And I actually really liked it. I mean, they were bringing the heat on this reunion, the reeds, the shade, everything was great. I was able to make a lot of memes and stuff for Married to Bravo for our content. Make sure you guys are following us there. And today, not to brag, but I will as I fix my Jojo Siwa bow, Bravo TV, Instagram, 1.7 million followers shared one of my memes, not to brag. So, oh, please brag. So what was the meme? It was just our dear Portia, and it was a quarantine meme, and I don't remember exactly what it said. It was something about eating when you're not hungry during quarantine. You know how Portia leaned forward, and she was yes. like, at her phone, and she was like, of course, you know, and then she was like, I don't mind. And as she was looking up the receipts about Kenya being a bad friend to Cynthia, so I used that uh, little audio and video um, and I think it was, I said something That's along, wonderful. along the lines of if, you know, when you've already eaten and you're not hungry, but one of your friends or whoever you're quarantined with, you know, suggests that you order food. You're like, no problem. That's what she says. She's like her eyes. I mean, Portia is so animated. She's really, I, you know, I feel <laughs> Portia's like my age, um, but I feel like a proud I don't know, like an older sister or something, just to watch her <laughs> evolution on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's really come a long way. Okay, so reunion part one. After a tumultuous year, Kenya reveals where her relationship with Mark currently stands. Things heat up when Nini and Eva go head-to-head surrounding the intention behind Nini's apology tour. The ladies are joined by Marlo and Tanya, Canadian Tanya, who rehashed their trip to Toronto, Greece, and all the drama in between. Portia brings the shade and receipts 
front and center as she questions where Kenya's loyalty truly lies. Nana, do you got them Nana notes? I do. Now, you said you really like this. I did. See, I so miss them being by the around the couch with Andy. I really miss that. Mm-hmm. I did laugh when Andy, when they were showing all their pictures and Andy in the middle and said, this is not the Brady Bunch, but the Shady Bunch. I thought that was pretty good. I don't know if yes. Andy wrote it. One of his writers wrote it, but I thought that was very good because um, it was something I was thinking. Yes. So anyway, reunion one. First of all, they're all in white. They looked fabulous. Oh, my God. Who was the best outfit, would you say? I would say best dress, best hair, best overall look, best best house aesthetic. Kenya Moore, 1,000%. She slayed the reunion. Every hair was perfectly in place. Face, body, dress, the behind, you know, she had like some beautiful portrait. It was very simple, but very classy. Her lighting was on point. Some of the ladies lighting needed a little help. Why did Marlo have kind of a gray tint? I didn't really get what was going on there. And I, oh, okay. I give Nini a pass because we did hear on her, her Sander YouTube channel that she was told allegedly she couldn't wear white. And then when she found out everyone was wearing white, she was in black and she ran to her closet and changed real quick. And this is all according to Nini's YouTube channel. Who did you think was the best dress? Who had the best setup? Who did you like the best? Well, I'd say, you know, here's me. I'm, I'm my candy lover. Yes. Um, in, in a lot of different ways. But candy and Kenya. Yes. I didn't call her Kendra this time, and I think that's huge. But um, Candy and Kendra, and everything you said about Kendra, she did look like a goddess. You just called her Kendra twice. <laughs> That was you so know funny because you were so proud of yourself. You're like, I, and I didn't call her Kendra. And then you're like, and then Kendra. <laughs> oh, man. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, coffee and Diet Coke. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> and Fonda just had asked, Nana, do you know their names yet? <laughs> Fonda? Fonda, you're right. But listen, I think Nana, you're hilarious. That hair, I know it's so beautiful. Um, Okay, Uh, I think yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nana. No, I was just gonna say, Fonda, honey, you're a young woman. I can see that from your picture. Um, You wait till you're 65. Honest to God, you can't remember things anymore. It's so sad. In fact, I talked to my little brother today. And my little brother, I says, are you having trouble, you know, remembering things? Because I was out in the garage and I was going to go get something. We had just come home with all these flowers. I went into the garage. Dad said, where is this? And I said, oh, I'll go get it. I stood in the middle of the garage and I thought of all of you, especially you, Jolene, thinking, what did he just say to me? And what am I in here for? Mm-hmm. It's sad. And my brother said it happens to him all the time. And what he does, he re- he doesn't remember stuff. He'll walk backwards to the very place he was. To figure it out. No, that's now, I, how you get to the bottom of it. That's detective. I like it. I like that. That's what he says. He just walks backwards. Uh, no. Oh, shit. I like Tammy's comment here because Tammy's like, why, why, why so many boobies? Okay. I have, a, so this oh. reunion, we had a lot of breastesses. Like all the breastesses are out. And let me just say, I think you need like the right amount. There is a little too much where it's like you're, damn near to the areola you have just a little bit covering that so i'm definitely like i'm okay with i you know you got a nice pair of boobs you want to show it off that's your prerogative but there's something to be said when you have just the right amount of boobs you're showing and i thought the worst dress and boob placement definitely eva which gave 
Porsche the great opportunity to say, even your titties is social distancing. And that was probably the best line of the night. I, it's down here on line 16. Yes, <laughs> it was, the, it was the best of the night. I mm-hmm. thought that was so funny. And it's almost like kind of a Donna Martin. I'm throwing back to Beverly Hills 90210. Mm-hmm. When she had her boobs done and whoever did it, they should have gotten, she should have gotten her money back or something. Yeah. It's it's too much separation. It lo- just looks fake. It looks like, okay, we put a bag of potatoes here and a bag of potatoes here. We're going to separate them. It looks like a river could run through it. It's not pretty. But you know Me- what? I don't think it's a refund gap. Um, which is what uh, Tori Spelling got. I think those are her real boobs, and we're so not used to seeing real uh, breasts anymore that maybe. we're so conditioned to see like Nini's boobs, which they're not necessarily supposed to sit like uh, that. But um, yeah, it was Portia who said, I'm sorry if I didn't say it was Portia who said it was Portia who was like, your titties is social distancing. Uh, that was hilarious. But yeah, I think I think Eva's breasts are real, and I think they're beautiful. Uh, they look great. But there was something going on with the dress where it's just like, it, it just, it didn't hold up the gals. Yeah, it wasn't, it, the, it was the cut right in here. Mm-hmm. If she was a little, it was a, was a little tighter here to push her in. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been a lot better. But Nini's top does. Oh my God, that poor necklace. I don't know if she'll ever find it again. It was so <laughs> lost in her cleavage. But wasn't that a, wasn't that a pretty necklace? Okay. Yes. So she threw that together right away. I mean, just because she was thought she was going to wear black and then they're all going to wear white. If she just threw that together, she did very well. Yeah, she did. So what do we got here? I just, I didn't have a lot on this. Isn't that sad? That's okay. Um, I I got a kick out of when they kept calling Kenya Ken because Mm -hmm. that's stupid. What's her husband's name? Mark? Mark, yes. Yeah. Calls her Ken when mm-hmm. he gets, when he, he talks down to her all the time and mm-hmm. they're trying to get back together. No, what? I know, I know. Why? And, and now they're, oh my God. And someone says, well, how are you in this pandemic? How are you going to counseling? Well, they're doing counseling through, um, uh, through what's that word? Okay. Oh, uh, Zoom. Virtual, virtual. Yeah, virtual Zoom. counseling. You know what? Even virtually, Mark would be annoying as hell. So I can't imagine how horrible that is. I don't, you know, we learned a little bit about this reunion so far from Kenya about how she is so strong and sticks up for herself when it comes to the yeah. other women. And then when it comes to people she loves, she was explaining, I don't feel like I have, I can attack them. But you got to find balance. Everything in life is about balance. I haven't figured it out yet how to do it, but I know that that's a, a fact. So she's got to find balance. She can't be going that hard at the women and other people in her life. And when it no. comes to her dude, let him walk all over her. So unfortunately. <sighs> right. And Ivy Lynn is saying uh, Eva needed those tatas taped up and she really did. Now yeah. take a look at Ivy Lynn's picture. Doesn't she look like um, your sister-in-law, Sarah? She does a little bit. Yeah. Very pretty. I know. Very pretty. Very pretty. I just want, Whoa, is Sarah on? Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> um, Ivy, we're going to call you Sarah. Um, there used to be a, a show, a movie. I, you know, we called them shows, going to the show. Um, you guys call them movies. But anyway, um, when we went to the show in 19, about 68, 67, there, used, there was a, a movie that was really cool, For the Love of Ivy. Look it mm-hmm. up, Sydney Poitier. Very good. 
Look it up. Denise is asking, why did Nini say she couldn't wear white? On her YouTube channel, she felt like it was her and Greg. They felt like it was a little bit of a setup because Nini, if you watch her YouTube channel and I uh, talked about this on a different episode, she felt set up. She felt like the reunion was all about her. She felt like she was really uh, taken to task, but other people weren't. They brought up the Wendy Williams friendship. They brought up Snakegate and she, and Nini felt like if you're going to bring up that, then why isn't the cookie lady here? Because they brought Yovana on the reunion, uh, not this part, but they were right. bringing her on. And so she felt like it was kind of a conspiracy from the jump to set her up. So I don't know. Obviously, I didn't this see, just Nini saying that. that. I didn't see that. Maybe if Nini would shut her mouth for two minutes, <laughs> it wouldn't be about her. You know, I oh, mean, Anna. <laughs> well, everything she says is so derogatory. You know, you have everything going for you, Nini. Sit back, enjoy the moment just shut it down for just a little bit. Yes. So um, I think obviously I'm going to, you know, be on Nini's defense. Cause that's what I do on this podcast. I'm the Nini defender. I do think there was a lot of questions geared towards Nini. And despite her only being in seven episodes or whatever, the ladies kept mentioning, um, she's still bringing it. And whether you like her or not, she's still bringing it. I know there's lots of people out there calling for cash shakeups and that, you know, we can't forever run on this. Like, uh, Nini hates Kenya. Kenya hates Nini. Like they're never going to get along. We need more than that. But right. this season, despite only being on seven episodes, they sure had a lot to ask Nini about. So we do they have to can. remember that. Mm -hmm. Are they friends with this with this Will Williams girl, Wendy? <laughs> Well, Nini, supposedly they, they are friends, but the other women like Candy see it as a more opportunistic friendship, which I would say, yeah, I definitely agree with, uh, Candy and them. And I know that they think Nini allowed Wendy Williams to disrespect her on national TV. And she didn't treat that situation the same as she would treat anyone else because they feel Nini knows she has something to gain from Wendy Williams. And oh. I agree with that. And Wendy Williams, she can be so problematic. I mean, uh, one I minute I'm cheering for her and the next minute, you know, she's running her mouth like a dumb dumb. So it's an interesting friendship, but in this season, we did see Nini refer to her as like her big sister. And then she was kind of pulling back. Cause I think Wendy doesn't necessarily want to be involved in the real housewives of Atlanta show she wants to report on it and get the tea for her own show but she wants to remind these women that she's better than them because wendy oh. will say she is she'll say she's bigger better you know i see and i don't care for wendy williams you know and i have watched her show and i used to i used to watch and things until um drew carey's ex-girlfriend or really ex-fiance yeah that horrible um, joke was was murdered yeah. and she made that horrible joke. She, I, I know. She, she was dead to me after that. Okay. Oh, Nana, dead to you. Uh, that this Williams girl, you know what, Nana, you kind of called out uh, Wendy Williams. Like you did Wendy Williams, like Wendy Williams did Nene. Cause Nene was like, she's just that, that girl over there. And you're calling yeah. it like that Williams girl. So that Williams girl, I don't, <laughs> you know, she doesn't bring anything real to me. I mean, she just doesn't, she's not likable. I don't know. That maybe it's just me. No, it, no. I think that's true about about Wendy Williams. I wanted to root for her because when she was talking about her struggles with like drug addiction and her husband cheating, but then she does these really asshole things where it makes it hard for me to root for her. So I have oh, very yeah. conflicted feelings about Wendy. Uh, Nini and Wendy use each other. Kem says, please. It's true. They do. They totally use yeah. each other. It's totally. Yeah, a, 
I live in LA. This is a friendship based on opportunity. This is an opportunist. I see so many people who really hate each other and just stay friends because it's mutually beneficial to their careers. So enough about Minnesota. Um. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's why I love Minnesota because it's like, I, I miss, even though we're passive aggressive in Minnesota, I kind of miss that realness where people aren't talking to you to get something. They're just talking to you to talk to you. So when I go back to Minnesota and people talk to him, like, what the hell is your problem? What do you want? And they're like, nothing. Just wanted to say, Hey there. And I'm like, hi, (laughs) Hi. not, not sure I should. Yeah. Yeah, so Nene <laughs> felt on the defense this reunion, and we saw that, and we saw teams. We saw Portia and Nene, yeah. and then Tanya and Marlo, the little bit they got to talk, Tanya and Marlo, and then everybody else basically against Nene and Portia. And we saw a fight that I was waiting to see, uh, which is Eva and Portia, Nana. What did you think of them? And this is all based on uh, – Eva's comments about Portia's daughter looking like Dennis with a bow and then also saying stuff about her being in the blogs and maybe let your C-section scar heal. But it was mostly about Eva bringing up Portia's kids saying she looks like Dennis with a bow. Do you think that was insulting? Because Eva's like, no, I'm just saying she looks like her dad. But Portia's defense is uh, actually, no, you weren't saying it in like she looks like her dad. You were saying it when you were mad at me as like a dig. Well, that's what it seemed like, a dig. And Mm -hmm. that's what it seemed like. It was a dig. Um, Eva, you know, I I think we were right when we used to call her Eva Destruction. I just, I'm not not a fan. Eva? Maybe used to be. Yeah. Oh, you used to be. You used to. What happened? Not anymore. Well, I got this new best friend, Wendy Williams. Anyway. um, No, what happened? You used to sing Eva's praises and you were like, oh, Eva. And what happened? No, Candy and Cynthia, they just took over. They just, boom, love well, they're, it. They're, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, no, you. No, you. Go. No, you. No, no you, please. you. No, you. <laughs> so you're just Candy and Cynthia. I am. I'm Candy and Cynthia. Um, I like the Kenya. I like that whole look of Kenya. Um, I just wish that she would. Get it through her head that Mark is not the one for her. That he's a dick, yeah. Um, and like he, Bethany he's says, in New York, it's like, oh, I know. There. He's a narcissist. He's he's got Jack syndrome. He's got those eyes where you're like, something ain't right there. Uh, like uh, Bethy says, she was being shady. I think Eva was being shady, shady too. I really do think she was being shady. Now Portia addressing it though is kind of funny because then it looks like she's insulted <laughs> that someone would say her baby looks like her dad. Essentially admitting I, Dennis is not attractive. <laughs> Ta-da! So, that baby is adorable. And like, yes. I, I agree with Portia, like keep my kid's name out of your mouth. Um, but the, it yeah. does really look like him. Like Lady Dice saying she does. She's adorable though. But Eva was trying to throw some shade and do not mention someone's kids. Cause Eva would not like no, that. In that return. is just mean. It that's mean. You keep the kids out of it. They don't have anything to really do with it. Mm-hmm. It's you women, not the kids. Yep. Except for when you have those over the top birthday parties. I do like to see them. Yes. Um, so I what do you like about Portia's crown? Everything? I like everything. That. I like everything about everything Portia did. Portia came, she had props, she had receipts, she was go- looking in the camera with her one eye. Oh, where are your receipts? Where's your receipts? And she was just like calling I out. Loved her. 
Portia was on it. Even when they tried to take her to task for saying, I really missed you in my life. And they misphrased what she actually said. Uh, it was really hard without you. She didn't say life was really hard without you. She said it was really hard without you. She didn't even mention life. It could have just been, it's hard not to have you as a friend. She didn't, she wasn't saying her life was harder, but then she did explain that, you know, she oh. was going through some hard times. And if you rewind the tapes, Portia did look at Nini for a period of time like a big sister. And I'm sure it was devastating to be pregnant and vulnerable and have your friend texting you these horrible things, which Nini was. And, you know, Portia has forgiven her, but the other ladies, they definitely want Nini out. So they're not happy that Portia is on the Nini forgiveness train at all. So they're trying to rein Portia back in. And Portia's like, no, I said shit about her. She said shit about me and we're moving on. Wow. That takes that, that takes that big person. Yes. Don't you think mm -hmm. to just say, okay, we're moving on. Um, as a Scorpio, I don't move on. No, um, you I will don't. always remember it. Um, I remember one kid I'll just use his initials. I asked Linda if you're here. Um, Ivan he calls, shits his pants. Is that his name? Ivan shits his I pants? I like that. I okay. like that better. And uh, he called me fat in ninth grade. And oh. he's he's haunted my dreams. And he shouldn't. Well, Ivan shits his pants. I hope you are just shitting your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call my That's mom okay. fat. Don't call my mom fat. Uh, there's also rumors out there that um, this is, I think Nini's camp uh, is feeling like there is an alliance. They're saying alliance. Uh, and Nini's oh, okay. saying it too on after show interviews between Kenya and Candy and Cynthia against okay. Nini and you know there were there was leaked audio when they were trying to bring Kenya back on the show and I know you've only watched one season Nana so you're probably like what uh but Kenya was off the show for a little bit and then there was leaked audio like a setup type thing um so there there's lots of behind the scenes things and I have seen a lot yeah. of people out there a lot of fans say they want to cast shakeup now if there was a cast shakeup Nana who do you think should stay and who do you think should go on this cast Oh, God. Well, that's a little hard. Uh, let's hang on to Greg. We're not talking about the boys, though, are we? <laughs> um, okay. Well, Nana just wants the Greg show. Can we get the Greg walking slow show for Nana? I just want to watch him walk slow, watch them trousers coming in like turtle time. <laughs> Nana, you are just falling I can't out. help it. There's, there's something about Greg. I don't know. He's just He just talks so sweet to Nini. And if you can be really nice to Nini and live with her too, he's the man's a saint. Um, so Eva could go. I think Eva I agree with go. you now too. I think I do. I think I agree with you now too. Mm -hmm. Eva can yeah, go. Candy okay. can, it's gotta be candy. You gotta have Portia cause she wears a crown. I absolutely love candy. I know Candy's got a lot on her plate and I have a feeling that Candy's going to be a little too busy with everything else. And she might be walking. Candy? Do you think? No, yeah. no, 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 no. No. Candy is Candy's okay. realizing. I think Candy right now, the fight between her and Nini. I mean, I don't think so. Uh, the fight between her and Nini is really for who's the top dog on the show. And I think um Nini, she was on the Breakfast Club recently, which is a morning show, Nana, hosted by um, have you heard of any of these people? Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy. It's a very popular New York syndicated nationally morning show uh, on radio. 
Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, anyways, they are just curious if I always like to ask if you've heard of these people, but I don't think you have. No, you like no I, no, I'm very confused. No, I have not okay. heard of them. Next time um, you're in town, you can do, we can, I'll show you the breakfast club. You can get some, and, they get good interviews. They even interview presidential candidates. Oh, mm -hmm. and that's a radio program. So yes, okay. it's very, 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 very popular. Because I have my own, but mine are TV programs in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, like Leave It to Beaver and Dennis <laughs> the Menace. I mean, like those people mean something to me because I grew up with them and they grew up with me. Okay. Um, okay. I, so I follow she, Jerry Mathers. Did I mention that? You have, you have. And I'm like, boring. Um, no offense, no offense, but what's, what's leave it to Beaver tweeting out these days? I mean, come on. Was he got a hot take on something going on? His mom had just, her mom, his mom's in her 90s. She just celebrated a birthday. She looks fabulous. Um, <laughs> Tony Dow, he sculpts. That was Wally on the show. Mm -hmm. He's a sculptor. And okay. him and his wife have been together forever, which mm -hmm. a long-term marriage um, in California and Hollywood. Um, but yeah, they're just, they're likable people. And when you grew up with somebody like that and you just, you didn't have all these channels to, you know, yeah. to, we had two, four, five, nine, and 11, and two came in a little later. That was an educational program, KTCA. But yeah, we just had those. Um, and that's all we had. So they became such a part of our lives. So anyway, I do follow them. I love you, Jerry Mathers. Yep. Well, I'm going to introduce you to the Breakfast Club. It's a little more exciting. It's a little, uh, they're not going to talk about their 90-year-old mother and what she had for lunch. They might talk about something different, but I get that you're into that. Okay, so <laughs> breakfast or on the Breakfast Club, Nanny was saying that Candy, she feels like Candy's coming for her because we saw in this reunion, you know, Candy uh, saying that Nini was bringing her up because Nini was making some comments, I think offline about, uh, people getting their own shows. And I think it was some shade towards candy, but she never named anyone out. No, exactly what she said. So candy was coming for her and Nini, uh, was saying that candy's just, she wants to be number one. Cause she's never been, never been number one in her life. But this is where I can't be oh. a Nini apologist because candy is the OG OG of this whole thing. When everyone else was figuring out what they're going to do with their lives, Candy was making her life happen. Candy has been number one. She won a Grammy. She's won Grammys for writing songs for artists. She was in a very popular all girl group called Escape. Uh, when I was growing up, they're like the R&B, like they're very much like SWV at the time, Escape, like OG Destiny's Child. Um, so Candy's had a lot of success in her life and really built herself. Like she, no dude came in and helped her. It was Candy and she's built this huge, uh, empire. So I disagree with Nini on that. I don't think it's that she's never been number one, but I think there is a little fight to see. I'm sure Candy would like to see Nini off the show because Nini does pull a lot of attention and she needs it and yeah. she will get it. So well, we'll keep, we'll keep Greg on and ask Nini to go into the other room. What is SWV? <laughs> is that a singing group? Yes. Back in the day, it's sisters with voices and oh. they, they had the song weak in the knees. Remember I get so weak in the knees. I can hardly oh, yes. speak, I lose all control. They had long nails. They were 
awesome and wonderful. Um, so it's okay. like in vogue, like all those groups of the time. So Escape was Candy's group, and she's had a spinoff on Bravo regarding that. She's had a spinoff on Bravo regarding her and Todd and their family. She's had a lot of spinoffs. And so is there a little jealousy there? Yeah. Is there some competition there? For sure. But Candy knows what it's like to be number one. Candy's been number one for a long time. So uh, just like Fonda says, that is why Candy is a boss. True. Yeah, Candy is. And I love Candy. I just think she's classy. She is words of wisdom. And let me ask you something that's been near and dear to my heart. Um, Did you like Elder Barge back in the day? I don't remember a lot about Elder Barge. I was too young. Can you say a song? Really? No, I really can't remember. Um, I, you know, isn't that terrible? I can't come up with one. Only the idea that he was married to Janet Jackson for a, wasn't that a second. secret? That was a secret, right? They didn't tell people, or they did. Why well, it finally came out? Mm-hmm. I think I heard about it yesterday. Um, and he was on the Facts of Life. Oh, oh. Okay. I'm looking Elder at Bar- him right now, and I remember him. But, um, yeah, American singer, songwriter, uh, his popular songs include time will reveal, stay with me, all this love and rhythm of the night. Is it, this is the rhythm of the night, the night. Oh yeah. No, that's like a remix probably. Anyways, I don't want to sing anymore. Okay. So, uh, we had Candy and Nini coming for each other. Candy too, in this reunion, she was the only one that did her own hair and makeup. She admitted. So I thought she she did pretty well. I thought, I thought she did a beautiful job. I mean, she's got a lot to work with. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. What else we got in them Nana notes? Um, we don't have a whole lot. Um, I just keep reminding myself per page who they are and why. <laughs> who goes with who? <laughs> <laughs> so Eva equals baby maverick. Okay, everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the one part of the whole show that was pretty ridiculous and just like storming out whatever nini closing yeah. the computer down nobody I can know. see nini i think it would have been so much so better so much better mm-hmm. if no one mentioned a word and kept going on with the show well and don't how, say a word that that would probably that solve the loved. problem that she would um yeah, that she would uh, uh, probably not put up a stink. She'd probably stay. But she came back and she was like, I had to pee and change my tampon. She was very specific about what she had to do. I mean, that's just, you know, there's funny and then there's crude, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And sometimes the two meet up. Sometimes <laughs> and a lot of times the two meet up. But I mean, you know, it'd be like me on one of our Snapchats talking about yeast infection. Now that's funny stuff. And but anyway. you have. And you have. So apparently there's also during this reunion, there's receipts to be had. So Kenya says she has receipts on Nini not being a true friend to Portia. And that back when Portia did Celebrity Apprentice, whatever the hell year that was, she said three years ago. I'm like, damn, three years ago? Um, that Nini uh, said some stuff about it. Portia's like, I don't care. that Those receipts are too old. Like they've yellowed. They're so old. You know, the paper has yellowed on those receipts. So we're done with that. Now Portia came with some fresh receipts that Kenya was going to be coming for Cynthia and text her that. And then that's when she was like, my pleasure. Like, oh, okay, I'll do it. And she found the text message, just screenshot it, sent it to Andy and to Cynthia. Do you think that that's exactly what Kenya said. Do you believe that Kenya and Cynthia's relationship, Nana, is authentic? Or do you think Kenya would just stab her to get ahead on this show? Because she said she was going to bury Cynthia this season, according to Portia. 
Do you believe oh, it? See, and I, I wouldn't believe what Portia is saying. No. She says she's got receipts, though. I don't know. I think those things can be doctored. Oh. I just don't. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. I, I believe Portia. I, 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 I want to see do? Oh, yeah, I, okay. I think Kenya is shady. I think Kenya's still figuring out how to be a friend. I think we saw enough from Kenya this season shading her good friend Cynthia that um, kind of embarrassing her on the show with comments about her business and stuff and also almost giving up the big news that she was going to get engaged that I think, you know, maybe Kenya, Kenya, you know, she knows her way around reality TV now. And I do think Cynthia's got a little bit of Kenya apology syndrome. Cynthia was like, I don't think so, but we'll, we'll I see. Know. I wish I like, would show it to us. Yeah. I love, I mean, I love Cynthia. I think she's a class act too. Thank you, Bonnie. Um, for the super sticker. Oh, hi, Bonnie. Had. Bonnie. Bonnie is in the house. Hello, Bonnie. Yes. Thank you so much, you guys. A great way to support the channel is a super chat, super sticker. Feel free to send those. We also have merch. We mentioned it last episode. There is a link in the description of this video. We got married to Bravo merch and it's cute. So check it out. We also have Jolene TV merch. 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 Can I mention something to you regarding your merchandise? Yes. Um, we went on. Dad goes, now you tell me, what do I have to press here? Because I want this T-shirt. Okay, so we're going to get Dad a T-shirt. Um, he he liked the merchandise. I love the merchandise. But one of the things that you put out on Pale Girl um, showed the actual link. Yeah, I had to fix with, it. Without your it. name. Yeah. I found a mistake. I was so. Well, I don't know that the hell's shaken. It was, the, but I went on and I just, that sent it to me. They sent they sent me the link. I posted it, and sometimes it'll go to the right page, and sometimes it won't. It's kind of an issue I got to deal with offline. But yeah, unfortunately, but, but that's, that's happened okay. a lot. Because I shared it, and then I deleted it, and I was waiting to share it when it says your name. So because then Hopefully, your stuff comes up. First. I had to remove. It's a lot. Of, we can talk about it offline, but it's. I had to remove the link and stuff like that. Uh, Shonda's saying, I do not think Kenya has any real friends. You know, Kenya's got like her aunt or something. That aunt that's kind of like a sister to her, and then yeah. she had another cousin that hasn't come around in a while. So I don't know what happened to her. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kenya um, was saying stuff about Cynthia uh, and you know texting. And there are texts that exist regarding that. So we saw a lot of back and forth there. Kenya seemed to be unbothered, but Kenya is very good at being unbothered when it comes to this kind of stuff. And Fonda's reminding us to please like and subscribe to us. Yes. I think that's very nice. But I think so many of them get such a big head, you know, about being on mm -hmm. a TV show like that. Yeah. Like this hasn't bothered me at all. But when you like and subscribe, please mention you watch because of Nana. Okay, thank you. Um, so overall, I really liked this reunion. I liked uh, the fact that Andy was able to mute. I feel like we could hear because a lot of times during reunions, there's a lot of talking over and yelling and there's things that are missed. But here, Andy actually has the ability to mute their mic. So you will see people yelling. And then Portia at one point was like, did he really just mute them and thought it was so funny? And... Uh, 
So I actually, you know, we're going into kind of a new normal right now with the whole pandemic and quarantine and self-isolating that um, I'm glad that Bravo jumped on board of the Zoom thing and isn't waiting because I think we should get used to this kind of thing just in case, you know, and know that we can still have our entertainment out there. I think other shows should jump on because I think a lot of people, if we did a poll, I'm just guessing, are going to say they were pleasantly surprised with how good the reunion actually was. These Atlanta ladies brought it. Oh, I, they have no trouble bringing it. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, they are, they're just, they're drop dead gorgeous. Every one of them. Um, they every know how to dress. One of them. Every mm-hmm. one of them. They know how to dress, but it was, bothers me with all these receipts and all that business. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to put it in writing when you know that can come back to haunt you? That's can smart. you imagine being in junior high and having that capability. I did. Well, I no, had honey, to do actual didn't. notes. Like I would write notes to people and well, my right. best friend kept the notes until recently. And I wished, and then she threw them away and her husband was reading them and he was sending me screenshots of notes I sent. And I was like, holy shit, 13 year old Jolene was passive aggressive AF. Like I wrote a note to my best friend, Desiree, and I said something about her I think she she didn't do something I wanted her to do, like try out for the softball team or show up to this class. And I was like, I, you know, I I wish you would have done that. I just wasn't like you. And I is I don't know, the way I phrased it was really like, mind your business, Jolene. Who cares? I got my notes from 10th grade, some of those. And I don't know why, but I had I mean, I had a friend, Nettie, and Nettie's past now. That's me and Linda's good friend. And um, we had all of her stuff. She gave it to me. She goes, I'm going to throw it out. I go, no, send it to me. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So it was just cool to see these old notes. And you remember how you, people would fold them in a little triangle? Oh, yeah. You had all different ways to fold them. Mm-hmm. I never could do that. You know, I mean, I just, I would crunch it up in my hand, you know, and pass it in class. <laughs> I never, I just didn't have the patience for that. Now, what are you doing? But they were cute little triangles. So I still have a lot of those notes too. And it is funny because we did, I mean, we did throw shade back then. We called it a cut, you know. Oh, you're cutting. So, you're digging. It was a cut. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I love, and I sent Linda a lot of hers and things I would write to her. I don't know how I got them back, but um, wait a minute. Return to sender. That's what she wrote on there. Anyway. <laughs> I wish I would have kept mine. I think I got rid of them. I don't think there's a box at your house, but if you find a box with my old notes, let me know. Cause I now would probably make them into a book or something like something really funny of nineties notes, because I think nineties notes, that's such a, I guess in, when you're in the moment and like, you know, seventies notes, when you're in the moment, you think this is going to last forever. And then all of a sudden nobody writes notes yeah. anymore. And it's really sad. And maybe that's aging us, but it is really sad because there was something about writing a note just, and we would do like acronyms, you know, for your eyes only and LLL, uh, longer letter later and SSS, sorry, so sloppy, you know, <laughs> and we'd write this all over it. But Lady Di just mentioned something about the channel that I'd like to point out. Thank you. We're almost to 7K subs on the YouTube channel where we live broadcast Married to Bravo every Friday night, and then it goes on iTunes later. Um, so if you guys could share this out, I would love to get to 7K soon. I've been just like hanging here almost at 7K. So if you want to share it out on your social media, invite your friends, invite your enemies, invite whoever. Because write we're, them a little triangle. Write them a note. <laughs> write them a note. So thank we you, Lady had, Di. That's wonderful, Lady Di, to bring that up. We only had one thing that we would write on the bottom. It would be WB, right back. That's a, that's as much as we got. So um, WB. <laughs> 
Kem says, Jolene, Cynthia said, Porsche receipts were more about Eva in Candy's podcast. Oh, okay. Well, in the reunion, it appeared that uh, Portia was talking about Kenya. So it looked, it seemed to me when I watched it, uh, that Portia was alluding to Kenya wanting to take down her oh. good friend, Cynthia, because she kept saying to Cynthia, she's not your friend. She's not your friend. Like she did the whole like fingers to the eye thing. So Nana, what would you rate this uh, reunion on a scale of one to seven housewives, one being horrible, seven being the best. Let us know in the chat what you would rate it. What would you rate the first part of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion? And how many reunions are we going to see? One, two, three? Three parts, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's always fun. Um, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Out of seven, that's kind of a low score. Yeah, I just I don't know. That's it's a, your opinion, Nana. You're not it's wrong. It's my damn it. It's my opinion. It's my opinion, Tamra Judge style. I know. Oh God, we're gonna miss her, aren't we? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's got her own <laughs> podcast now. Her, uh, yes, and her and Vicky are charging one hundred twenty-five dollars to join them on Zoom for a happy hour. Let me just tell you. Oh, I, please. A lot of us already get invited to happy hours with coworkers we don't like. So I feel like it's just a coworker happy hour you don't want to go to. And I'm not going to pay $125 to go to that. Who the hell wants to sit online and drink with Vicky and Tamara for $125? $125 an hour? Do we get to go to, um, see the fake gym? Then I would. Mm -hmm. I Probably would. not. Thank right. you. Tammy for the 99 cent super chat sticker, super sticker. Appreciate Thanks. it. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank um, you, Tammy. Thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to give it a six. I really liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought the way they edited it was great. Okay. I was brought it. I thought they all looked gorgeous. I think Portia just killed it. I mean, it, it, she, she was so funny. Um, and maybe as the reunion goes on, I'm not going to like, you know, Nini walking off, which is kind of what Nini does. Sean is giving it a five. Denise, six. Bonnie, 6.66. Uh-oh. Uh, blessing man at 6.5. Becky, oh, six. sorry. Lady Dice, six. Fonda, 6.5. And Kimberly, 6.5. Six. So a lot of people are liking it, Nana. All right. Let's keep this show rolling. Uh, let's do the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills now. If you. Well, that's fun. Those because. Yes. I was pleasantly surprised about this one. Okay. So this episode was Let the Mouse Go. It's. Oh my gosh. Let the Mouse Go. That was what Sutton was saying. Season 10, episode five. Let the Mouse Go. Lisa and Teddy butt heads over Kyle's emotional meltdown. Garcelle celebrates a milestone in her son's lives while Lisa struggles to stay in the shadows as her daughters launch their clothing line. Ah, uh, sorry. I added that. Dorit and Sutton get into a cat and mouse <laughs> over an understanding. A misunderstanding, I'm sorry. And Erica notices the cracks in Denise's laid-back facade when Denise is pushed to a new breaking point. Nana, give us some Nana notes. All right, here's some Nana notes. We're at Denise's dinner party. <sighs> Kyle has a meltdown. Kyle leaves with Maurice. Then Mauricio, she kind of yeah. comes back. Mauricio, sorry. No, it's okay. And Kim, her sister, calls him Maurice, so, yeah. Yeah, Mauricio. Now, Maurice is um, Bewitch's dad's name, Marie. So, <laughs> good to know. Uh, good to know. <laughs> I would just, and Dora and Maurice. I just tried so to drink I my water with the cap on. <laughs> well, that's all right. I just had to sneeze, and I'm sorry I wasn't, but I am social distancing, so. That's good. Um, let's see. 
Garcelle shares um shares her boys 50-50 with her ex. Yeah, she's which, doing a good job getting along with this cheater cheater pumpkin eater. I know. And they seem like they get along in the kitchen mm-hmm. when they were having a regular birthday party for the kids and the biggest deal was donuts. How refreshing. I right? like that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fabulous. Yes. Brought me back it. to, you know, back in the day when we had birthday parties. Of course, you and Bill always had some really nice birthday parties. Um, so, and then they had pop and they had Pepsi. So I really enjoyed that. Donut and Pepsi's. Hello. Hello, <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Quick shout out to Night of Light. Thank you for the $5 super oh, chat. Night says, so love nice. this podcast. I don't watch Housewives. This is great. I love, Night, that you're joining us, even though you don't watch the Housewives. So glad we could entertain you despite that. Yes, I loved this Garcelle birthday party. I'm just, I'm living for Garcelle. I'm living for Sutton. I just love this new energy we're getting. I love Denise. I really think we needed this. I want more of Garcelle. I feel like she has so much more to give. She's already got her eye, like critically looking at a lot of these women. She knows. Yes. Her at home dynamic is very interesting to me. I liked this little scene. I wasn't bored by it one bit. It didn't seem fake. It seems very authentic. And I like that. I know it just surprised me that she had 50 50, you know, yeah. uh, they shared, mm-hmm. um, they shared their sons and it seems to be working because the kids seem very well adjusted from what we see. Um, and regular kids. Um, Lisa's mom. Now oh, you don't it's have Phyllis, to show right? It's Phyllis. Lo- Lois. Lois. Okay. Lois. Sorry. Um, which is, you know, Lois is a great name because that was Superman's counterpart, Lois Lane. Lane. So, um, Nana with them old school references. I love that. I mean, seven, old school with Nana. Now there is a show. Um, anyway, um, so Lois, she's darling. She's in her nineties. She looks she's, like amazing. Honey, she's still driving. And she mentioned that she kind of went through a red light. <laughs> Lois is fun. I like uh, bringing Lois in. Sometimes I think Lisa kind of treats her like a pet or something. I hope I don't ever treat you this way. It's almost like better get Lois home. It's like Lois can hang. Lois is 90. She's good. She's entertaining (laughs) herself. Lisa, I feel like Lois is bringing it more than Lisa Renna is bringing it. I would almost like to see Lois than this Renna we're getting this season. I have conflicted feelings about Renna this season. Me too, because I didn't appreciate, uh, Lisa Renna saying, I better bring Lois home. Yeah. Lois has, Lois has heard more than you will ever be able to give. So and get she's out. had more fun. And I yes. would love to just see Lois with the lady. I think they should, when they were, I felt bad when they were talking about the trip they're going to do to Santa Barbara because Kyle completed a movie. And like Denise says, what do you want? A freaking medal? I go do a bold and the beautiful, whatever times a week. Then I go home, make my kids dinner. That's how I sell yes. it. And Kyle's yeah, how- so stressed. She's so stressed. Oh, my God. You know what? Kyle can go to the way of, of course, you know, then we wouldn't see Mauricio. No, Kyle, stay on. Well, she talks about the Santa Barbara trip. And they're saying in front of Lois, I'm like, can someone invite Lois? Because I would love to get more on what Lois feels about how these women are acting and everything. So I definitely like myself some Lois. I want her to um, be around more. And I don't need Lisa going, Lois is here. Give me a break, Lisa. You're freaking 60. She's freaking 90. We've all seen shit. Okay. I just, I hope I don't treat you like that, Nana. Let me know. 
<laughs> I will. I will. Okay. Damn right. it. Damn, Damn it. Damn it, Jolene. You gotta get man out of bed. <laughs> now you can say that till the cows come home because that is true. Because Nana likes but, going uh, to bed. But a lot of people are saying they love Lois and they like Lois, but they don't like her daughter. I think Lisa and like Kimberly makes a great point. Lisa treats everyone like a pet, not digging her the season. Yeah, I think Lisa is really, she's doing yeah. a lot. She's doing a lot. And, you know, here's my opinion. I don't want to see any more about Lisa's daughters. I'm just going to put a really hard opinion out there. I don't give a shit if they're doing a clothing line. More power to you. I hope the best for them in their life. But I didn't no. sign up to watch, uh, you know, Kylie and Kendall 2.0 do some whack-ass, do you like how I say whack-ass, whack-ass clothing line. None of us ladies who watch The Housewives are interested in that. And watch two, like, I'm sorry, more power to you, but I don't want to watch two kind of like spoiled brats get a clothing line handled to them. Why they're like, this is really hard. I And then her 18-year-old daughter going, I need an effing drink. I'm just like, can we not expose them to this? Just let them live their lives and be young. I know. And let's pull out. Uh, that's that's weird. That. 18 <laughs> and 21. Are you kidding? And they have their own clothing line. They don't know what it's called, what the outfit's called. No. But it's their clothing line. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Ivy, I think she makes a really good point. Kyle creates her own anxiety. Kyle's anxiety has always been, yes. you know, we, a lot of us have anxiety disorder and stuff like that. I know I, I struggle with anxiety. I think it's very common for people. However, Kyle, remember when Kyle, the first season, a little bit of the second, she was just like, oh, I'm so scared to fly. And then all of a sudden it was like flying was no big deal. And then her sister, Kim, was always a little skeptical, like, bitch, you've been flying forever. You didn't act with it. Kyle likes to make it about Kyle. And I think she's being called out this season for the first time, truly, uh, by other yeah. people that like, it's not all about you, Kyle. Goodbye, Kyle. So and some people are saying it's the karma this season now that, you know, she is getting a little bit of a backlash from her uh, castmates and also fans. It's her karma for the Lisa Vanderpump things. That's what some people are saying. I think that's entirely true. Mm -hmm. um, when Vanderpump left this, um, Beverly Hills, it, it was devastating. I, they needed her. They needed and, her. And she doesn't need them. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she just keeps getting bigger and better. Bigger and better. And Shonda says, Rena thinks it's her show now. Very full of herself. Yeah, it's not her show. And yes. we're going to see her. We're seeing her already turn Shonda, on Shonda, you're right. She's brought in, which is Sutton. And then we're going to see her turn on Denise Richards. Okay. So, um, sorry, Nana. Keep us going. So I, That's we, okay. We're both, we both agree. We don't want to see the daughters. One more thing about the daughters thing. Yes. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is a public service announcement for anyone who doesn't know this. I will just share this information with you. Um, take it how you will. This is strictly my opinion and the opinion of a lot of comedians and creators. Quit giving the fat Jew. Um, that's his name. He calls himself the fat Jewish, the fat Jew. He has an Instagram account. He got famous off this Instagram account, Nana, as a content creator. However, he didn't create any content. What he did is he was a content farmer. He stole memes tweets, uh, content creations from real people and most okay. comedians and stuff like that and content creators and reposted it without any attribution. So he stole people's material. It's like going and stealing someone's joke, made money off it, got famous off it. And the real housewives of Beverly Hills keeps bringing him back and it pisses me off because he's not funny. There's nothing cool about him. Now he's got this rosé and they're all licking his ass and I'm tired of it. And they're like, oh, the fat Jewish. And and Lisa Rand's like, look, the fat Jewish. It's like, he's not cool. There's nothing great about him. He also 
if you look at YouTube, you can see some really disturbing videos of him with a former assistant of his, and he's just gross. And he steals creative content from people like me. And a lot of people are like, who cares? It's just internet stuff. It's not just internet stuff because nowadays you have to have this online presence and you have to create content. They say content is king and that's how you build your audience. So there's been so many comedians that have called him out and so many artists that have called him out. And then he, then he started attributing, but he already did his damage. He already made all the money. He already took people's work. It's like, mm. a, like, like if, if someone does a painting and then I take it and I go, this is my painting. I did it with no attribution. I just take it oh, throw it and everything oh. and I sell it. So he's a thief. He's disgusting. Please, you guys unfollow him on Instagram. Just quit giving these garbage humans who have no talent. We see so many of these like content farms. There's like something Jerry. I think it's like fuck Jerry or something. He's a piece of shit too. They've stolen from so many of us. Um, I've been notified of people stealing my stuff before, whether it's memes, I create jokes, um, and putting it on stuff, videos, things like that. Um, and so I've had to reach out to people because as comedians, we look out for each other because there's no real copyright. There's nothing that protects us from this. Oh, and okay. a lot of comedians use Twitter and Instagram as a way to showcase their talent and as a way to build an audience. Because if you don't know as a creator, I'm sorry, I don't mean to get on soapbox, you guys, but as a creator, you have to, uh, you have to get your stuff out there and you have to build an audience because that's how you build your career. It's a really crazy. Um, it's a crazy business and it's not one I recommend anyone doing, do something that, you know, you're going to get a paycheck from and they can't come in and steal your dental hygiene job. You know, I mean, maybe they could, uh, but it's this, he's garbage. All these, all these farming accounts don't follow them. You know what you guys can do to help. And it's just like a little thing you can do. And it would mean the world if they are attributing who, who did it and tagging them, follow those artists. Cause those are the true artists. Don't follow the, cause it, people think, Oh, it's, it's uh, you know, I don't blame people. They don't necessarily understand. And uh, you, you know, they're thinking, well, I could just go to one place to find all this funny stuff, but none of these artists are making anything off it. It's not helping build their brand or okay. their social media presence. So just look if they are actually attributing it to who made it go to that artist. So just go through there and just support them. Don't um, freaking please don't follow idiots like this. If I see the fat Jewish one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. But uh, Lady Di says thief recognizes thief with Kyle. Yeah. Kyle doesn't get it because Kyle's a fashion designer in the same way that uh, the fat Jewish is a content creator. She takes other people's stuff and puts her name on it. Yeah. So I mean, just garbage. He, he makes his living off stealing and looking like a slob and being drunk and he's just an idiot. I can't say enough about how horrible he is. Um, so yes, you guys are all saying he's a thief. Thank you. But as comedians, I, it's so frustrating for us. And as content creators, it's just, it's so frustrating that we, you know, put, cause a lot of people think what's the big deal. It's just a meme. But a lot of, you put a lot of time into that. My married to Bravo account. It's, it's not the, you know, it's, I, I'm not going to win with every one of them. It's just like a joke. When you write it, you're not going to win with every one of them, but it takes a lot of time and you really try to right. build up that audience. Okay. I will get off my soapbox now, but I just cannot fricking stand him. Okay. So the fat Jewish is there. Boring, boring, boring. The daughters are there. They don't know what's going on. I could not see any of these people. Nana, you talk for a little bit. I'm so sorry. I just went on a rampage. No, <laughs> I, I learned something because I've never heard of him. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't realize people did that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is, it it is stealing. It is. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Nana. (laughs) It is. It's stealing. So Mm -hmm. anyway, so yeah, that is bad. That's bad. But he calls himself the whatever. The fat Jewish. Yeah. Fat Jew or fat Jewish or something. And then he's got some hair that he like puts up in a pony. And he's just like sloppy. He was, he first appeared on the scene a couple seasons ago in Kyle's store. I think when she was launching her, like the faux fur jackets that were in her store when Bethany Frankel was on the episode. Maybe it was even before then. Oh, okay. So anyways, okay. So we see that. And then we also see a moment of Sutton saying she's going to lose, she's going to lose it or something. She says something like that when she walks in because she thought she was going to run into this guy she's in business with, but they've had beef. And then Dorit uses it later to come for her. Now, I don't know about you, Nana, but Dorit's earning that paycheck. She may be corrupt AF, as I just explained, a corrupt person like the fat Jewish. Yes. But she's... She's and come to husband. come to stir the pot, and I think I'm okay with it. And Sutton handled herself very well. She cried, but then she also stuck up for herself because there's a lot of people like Kyle who will cry and run away. I, th- I like how Sutton stood her ground and called her out. And was like, "Let the mouse go." Do you know what that saying means? <laughs> I thought it had something to do with a computer mouse. I'm not sure. <laughs> I thought it was like a cat, like she's being a cat, cat, and I don't know, something like that. Oh, cat and mouse. That would make more sense. Yeah. But I thought, I haven't used a mouse in a long time. Anyway, because you're not working, Eileen. All right. (laughs) She's going to flip out, but then Dorit changed it to, I'm going to effing flip out. And then Rinna jumped on it and was like, you wouldn't do it at my daughter's thing. Girl, calm down. Whoever designed the clothes uh, that you bought into the company, it's their thing. Your daughters are fine. She was out of way blowing out of proportion. Just listen to Sutton. She's your friend. Um, what, what, okay. Where, the, where am I? Are we getting like, well, Nana, <laughs> you napped Nana. <laughs> where am I? I did. You are on Honey, a podcast I, with your daughter. It's on YouTube. We love you very much. And you just got to stay with us for the rest of this and one more show. And then we got it going on. I know, but it, it reminds me of, um, Baltimore Catechism in, in Catholic school, parochial school that I went to for eight years. It reminds me of, why did God make me? To know him, to love him, to serve him. Okay, we're back. She's back. Um, we, we had to um, memorize everything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Dorit. Dorit. She's investing in a buka? <laughs> buka de Beppo, girl. You can't be unfriend Lisa Vanderpump and try to take her down and then go, oh, I'm going to get into buka. I thought, what? I mean, and there's nothing wrong with buka. I, mm-hmm. I like like their food, like that family style type thing. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be doing a lot of that anymore. Well, she only owns quarantine. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, unless you're yeah, there'd be social social distancing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, it was pretty crazy. And it's a mutual friend of Lisa Vanderpump's. The guy who is the guy that oh, owns really? it, who they sat down with. Yeah. But why the hell do you want to run one buka? That's just so random. I don't know. I think she'd be better off getting into like a Wendy's. Um <laughs> why Wendy's? <laughs> I just I just like their burgers and I go there more than I go to Buka. Okay. <laughs> well, she might as well. Um, Ivy's saying, don't forget that ponytail. Nana, what did you think of Dorit's ponytail? Oh, my God. 
please. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? Who would wear fake hair? Oh, wait a minute. Wait um, a anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was horrible. It went all the way down past her butt. Really? It touches the ground when she sits down. Do you know how much germs is getting on that? Dorit, it's unnecessary. I'm okay with her being this trend monster fine, but it calm it down a little bit. Calm it down a what little bit. What does she what does she, where does she put it? Around her neck while she pees? I mean, really. Listen, if a lady wearing a pink wig from Amazon with synthetic hair and another lady wearing a JoJo Siwa bow thinks that ponytail is too much, that's saying something. Because we should be on board. You know, I was getting warmer before and I really am now. So I'm sorry. <laughs> She whipped her wig off. <laughs> Your hair I'm looks really, nice, though. I'm really sorry. I'm just so warm tonight. It's fine. It's fine, Nana. Don't, no reason to apologize. We're here for fun. You got a water? Take a sip. Let's rock and roll. Okay. Eileen will be back next week. Thanks <laughs> a lot for joining us. <laughs> Nana, if you're listening later on iTunes, is having her wig talk for her. Okay. So she also, Dorit also said that her head, like Kels is saying, Dorit's head had to be hurting for days because she said it was very heavy and she took an Advil. Uh, and then Erica was doing a little commercial for um, uh, Buka saying she loves the chicken parm, which something tells me Erica does love the chicken parm. And I was just at Buka right after my birthday because I got a coupon, coupon, coupon. Do you say coupon or coupon? Coupon. Coupon, 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 whatever. I got that for a free dessert and they give you that big, huge sundae in like the martini glass. Oh, that's right. I forgot. How did I forget about that? Yeah. Oh, Cause wow. I think we went there for like my 33rd birthday or something when I was in Minnesota. I the one on West 7th. Yeah, there. and we yeah. sat at the Pope table. So I don't yes. mind the buka, but Dorit, you have no business being in, in a buka. Okay. I mean, stop it. Really? Okay, Dorit. Um, Lady Di says, Wendy's always has a line of cars around the block. It's true. Lady Di, <laughs> they do, you know, because if you go in and you don't have to have kids in the car with you, you can get the kids meal. And I'll get two of those for myself. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So then when we're Erica Jane has this little party at her office, we're kind of going backwards because we already went to the, the daughter's, you know, whatever with the fat Jewish. But now before then Erica Jane had a pre-party. She didn't have anything for Teddy to drink. She's like, I haven't been around a pregnant girl in a long time. I like her little office she has. I think it's super cute. Oh, I loved it. Mm -hmm. What a classy little place that was. And Yeah, little, her um, own little space. And why wouldn't she have something for Teddy to drink? Because it's not about the pasta. It's about the liquor. Okay. Because nobody remembers Teddy is there until she's trying to. Because oh, she has to come I on see. the Kyle's ass and go, remember me, guys? I'm going to be here and hold you accountable. Did you notice at the Denise dinner at her party, Kyle and Teddy are essentially wearing the same shirt, only Teddy's is no. black and Kyle's is white. And it had oh. the same kind of uh, cutout where it looks like it's like a tank top with like a sweater, but you can see a little bit of the shoulder. I know how much you oh. like those kind of shirts, Nana. Okay. So, yeah. But um, so, uh, yeah, Dorit is trying too hard, Kels. Dorit is trying too hard. Um, Nana, you have got to get four for $4 at Wendy's. I saw that four for four. Didn't that look nice? You know, and I don't usually do this because, you know, I, I don't think about it when I'm at a restaurant. I certainly will tip, you know, 20%. But um, I gave the kid $5, you know, for a tip at Wendy's. And he just looked at me. 
and I go, well, you know, thanks for being open and stuff. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, man, that's nice. It's kind of like, and he kind of looked at me. I don't know. Maybe people don't do that. No, they don't. Do um, that ever. I've never, honestly, I've never done that. And I, yeah, I've never okay, done that. Okay, because you're a big tipper. I mean, you always have been. You've also been a waitress. Yeah, for um, a lot of years I was in the service industry, so I know how important that is. But I do kind of wish that they would just pay people a living wage so that the tip was actually like a something extra yeah. and not just making up for the fact that these companies and, and, and restaurants, cause especially the big chain ones, they could definitely pay their servers more. Yeah. And you do this. Is it just me? Because like I said, that damn Linda gets me watching Dateline and stuff Uh oh. when they hand your card back, back in the mm -hmm. day. And now I don't know, are they doing that anymore? Anyway, they hand your card back to you. Do you ever look at it to make sure it's your card they're giving you back? No. I mean, I guess my card has a distinct design on it that I put myself. So, oh, what what is your distinct design? Um, it's a certain kind of tree. It's the trees by your house. You know those trees, the cherry, the cherry blossom trees. You know that are on your street when you walk in the spring. Cherry blossom trees, I think they're called. I don't know. You look oh, very confused. Are you okay? That's yeah, your neighborhood. I think I'm having a stroke, but it's I don't between you and Pete's house. There's one, and then as you go further, there's some. That they're evergreen, Sunny. No, no. There's an actual there's trees in your neighborhood now that you've lived in for how many years where it blossoms like in the spring and they're like oh, cherry they blossoms. Across, oh, they have them across the street. They have them on your side too, as you go further down your road. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk. This is going to bore everybody as we're trying to do this, but <laughs> I'm going, I'm going out with the flashlight later. Okay. Where are those effing trees? Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, Scorpio. <laughs> let it go. Let it go, Elsa. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so they have their little party. What else you got in them notes, Nana? I just, you know, um, not one of my favorite episodes from them. I just didn't think much. But let me tell you, um, Sutton, was it Sutton's? Yes, Sutton's shoes were killers. They reminded me of something we used to wear back in the 70s. It had the platform. The heels were this high. It, they were like silver. They were the most fabulous shoe. She went from like a 5'1 to a 5'10 in them. She did. She did. I mean, honest God, I love those shoes. Would love to be able to wear something like that again, but not in this lifetime. Um, <laughs> neuro no. check time, Nana. <laughs> oh, got to check that brain. <laughs> neuro, like neuro check. You know? <laughs> That's Lady Di. Um, yeah. Oh, that, that was, was good, Lady Di. Get on. But what side of the street were those? Okay, trees we're not on? talking about that anymore. <laughs> we're moving on. Dot org. Your side I just wanted the other side. I don't think you're thinking it. of someone else's neighborhood, honey. We don't have trees that line our street. Okay. Anyways, books and uh, books and tea says, Julian, I first found you with Celebrity Big Brother. Do you know if that's coming back? Unfortunately, it's not books and tea. Oh. CBS decided not to renew it. Uh, maybe if we all band together. I don't know. Candy was on it from Atlanta, uh, the second season of the U.S. version, but I don't think it's coming back. But um, yeah. Unfortunately, it was a really good show. I love Celebrity Big Brother. Denise says, please like and subscribe and share. Yes. And um, Thanks, Denise. Have okay. we heard from Linda at all or did she go to sleep? We haven't. Let's talk about once right. after when Dorit is calling out, um, you know, us 
sudden with the, you know, let the mouse go, the cat and mouse game. And Dorit's like, what? I just, if you, I was scared. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to like freak out? I'm doing a little bit of Australian accent right now because I've been doing this 90 Day Fiance character, freaking Erica. But Dorit's like, oh, I'm Dorit. Um, uh, yes, I'm trying to get <laughs> I can't do it right now. But she basically You're doing great. was just, uh, you know, she's just like, I didn't know if you were going to freak out, Sutton. I don't know you. And then, yeah, so they're going at it. Sutton's crying, but she's holding her own. You know, it's it's a table divided. Kyle gives Denise a half-ass apology. She never, like, um, replied to her text. I think Kyle acted so rude. The ragamuffin comments, so rude. Denise was asked about it on Watch Happens Live. She laughed it off because she's Denise Richards. And Denise Richards made a good point. I'm on all the magazine covers. These women wish they could be. Yeah, Rena's been on a lot too. But Denise is, she's a movie star. Like, I don't care if it was how many years ago. She's a movie star. Like I said, she's yes. Drop Dead Gorgeous, so she's forever, you know, wild thing. She's the only thing, but especially Drop Dead Gorgeous, because Nana, we got to get you to watch it. It's a satirical look at the pageants, and it's uh, supposedly filmed in a small town in Minnesota, and then also in around Minnesota. Oh, it's really okay. good. It's got Kirsten Dunst. If you guys have never seen it, Kirstie Alley. It's such a good movie. Hilarious. Dropped it gorgeous. So forever, she will be a legend to me. But they need to remember, Kyle needs to remember that she is Denise Richards. And I feel like they're all kind of ganging up on Denise and she is has become their new target. What do you think, Nana? I see. And I like Denise. I'd like to see Denise stay on there. Have we heard more? Is she going to leave? Well, you know what? No, because she doesn't watch what happens. And I think what's going to happen is she's going to pull away and not want to film with these ladies because they're ladies because they're slowly trying to set her up for this threesome uh, discussion. But we're definitely seeing uh, what people call online a vile Kyle as she's coming for Denise. And I think Erica Jane's going to be on board and it looks like uh, Denise's own friend, Lisa Rinna is going to be yeah. on board. I feel like they always have to Beverly Hills is a franchise where they seem to target someone. And this oh, is who they I decide. Know. I love Denise. I think Denise explained exactly what we talked about on a previous episode of Mary to Bravo. She gets glam all the time. She's a movie star. She's a TV star. She's been glammed. She's she, since she was a teen, since she was a kid, she's a kid actor, like coming right. up. Um, I don't know if it was like teen. I think she was a teen. I don't know if she was like a kid kid, but you know, modeling, she's been about that world. So for her to chill out is fine. And what's, why is Kyle so insecure that she has to call out Denise because she has an ice sculpture or because she is wearing like a sweater and ripped jeans at her house in Malibu, but has her hair and makeup done. What the freak does Kyle care? We are dealing with these bangs, Kyle. You keep doing the same updo with the same earrings. We got it. You and Teddy are sharing clothes and a brain. And yet we're putting <laughs> So I like that Denise is holding her own. I like that we didn't see what I think everyone was anticipating this episode when Denise said, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Because I think I explained this to you a couple episodes ago, Nana. Let me know if you yes. this. Where that I remember. Was one of their techniques that they must have told Denise about because how else would she know? And then they were all pulling back going, oh, no, we only did that in like the beginning. It doesn't happen anymore. So Denise felt like it was a setup. She felt uh, very exposed that moment. So she said, bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. I'm not going to do this with you. And so they cut that part this episode. We saw it in the trailer, but they cut it from the actual episode. So I wonder why they would show it in the trailer and not show it in the episode. Did they think they would have too much to explain and they just wanted to use it for hype before the season started? 
and then just toss it away? I don't know. Yeah, probably. But isn't Denise, I mean, isn't she just beautiful? She just is. I like I her. I love her. I love her. And for them to be like, oh, she talks about, like, okay, yeah, she does talk about Aaron's wiener too much. She does. I don't need to know about Aaron. Uh, conspiracy Aaron's wiener. Okay, I got it. Um, but, you know, whatever. But just because she talks about that doesn't mean it's okay at her dinner party for her for the people then to be like, three, stop, stop, you know, yelling in front of, she has a special oh. needs daughter who's sitting there. She has her teenage daughters and their friends. Maybe she was worried about what the parents would think. Yeah, she says it on the show, but that's her decision to talk about that. You're now in her home. You have to respect the rules of her home. If you're somewhere else and she brought her kids, that's a different story. She can leave the with kids her kids. Are, right. And the kids are at the next table and they're both, they're all turning around as anyone would. They talk mm -hmm. so loud, the Effenheimers going, you know, and yeah, just the things that they talk about and yeah, know your surroundings. Listen that, to this, Anna. The newest thing Kyle is alleging out there on Twitter and social media is that Denise set this up, that she already had these conversations with her kids and that it was like, she's trying to set Kyle up. She wasn't really offended by oh, the- please. Like Kyle, you're trying too hard because she's getting backla uh, backlash for this. So uh, Kyle is, yeah, because yeah, I think a lot of people are siding with um, Denise on this one because she's coming off you most authentic. And Kyle needs an army behind her. Denise doesn't need an army, and that's the difference between Kyle and Denise. And that's why yeah. Kyle can never run the show is because she can't stand on her own. She needs an army. She needs a Teddy who's up her ass who's going to wear the same shirt as her and chase after her. She needs that. And Mauricio, I oh. IAF in the car, like, yeah, they really mistreated you. He's probably like, thank God I took that edible or this would have been intolerable. <laughs> He's just sailing through, isn't he, Mauricio? Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go, Mauricio. But, you know, if, if you were one of these people, one of the mm -hmm. housewives, I wouldn't, you know, I would enjoy my good life. You got a pool in the backyard, you know, and to me in Minnesota, that's, you know, that's living high. A pool in the backyard, you know, people to wait on you and things, a beautiful home. Why do you want to go to work every day? Ish. Anyway. Well, and I think Kyle's just really trying to, she's getting so offended, especially with Dorit saying, um, you know, I have a life, oh. Kyle. And now I just loved how Denise put it. Like uh, whenever, when, cause even Erica Jane is feeding into this like Kool-Aid that Kyle is kind of serving about, well, she's very stressed. She's doing a movie. And you know, Denise is like, I've done a million movies. I do a million episodes of Golden the Beautiful. I have a special needs kid. I have two teenage daughters. I'm dealing with Charlie Sheen as my ex-husband. I would suffice to say Denise has a lot more on her plate than Kyle does. Kyle gets herself in these situations. And she just wants it to seem like, I'm so frazzled. I'm so busy. If you can't handle it, Kyle, then don't do it. All of your kids are older, out of the house, except for Portia. So I know, not we don't see Portia as much yeah, when I'm not she saying was little. Easy, yeah. but you're not any more busy than anybody else. And Tammy's saying it too. I think she's a survivor just by being married to Charlie. Yeah. Um, a lot to go through and still have sanity. You're right, Tammy. For real. Um, she's strong. And I don't think Kyle's used to going up against these type of women. And so no, she needs that no. army. And Denise, Denise is not going to back down. She's not going to back down. I, I will be sad if we're going to see soon that she stops filming with them. But Denise is going to call stuff out. Denise is going to tell you what happened behind the scenes. She's not going to play the game. Right. That's why you get the bravo, bravo, effing bravo. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So Nana, what would you rate this episode of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills out of seven housewives? And you guys feel free to rate it in the chat as well. Um, I'm saying three and a half because I always expect more from them. And the only reason they're getting three and a half is because Dorit, period, because she's buying a a buco restaurant. Buca. Buca. Buco. Buco restaurant and um, Sutton Shoes. But otherwise, I just, yeah, there's more. Come on. Wow. You, You can do better. You can do better. I couldn't be on a different page than you. I thought this was an episode. Uh, I feel like the last episode too, they're finally bringing it a little bit. We're hearing from Garcelle. We're hearing from Sutton. We're hearing from Denise. Oh. We might see it go a different way once, you know, Denise isn't filming anymore, but I thought it was good. I'm going to say five. I'm really? going to say five. I was surprised. I really like how these new housewives are pulling up and holding their own. I love to see Kyle kind of shaking, especially when she's pulling that mean girl shit with the ragamuffin comments. And uh, being very judgmental. And it's like, you know what? I I don't remember who said it, but someone in the cast said, or maybe it was Rinna, you know, Kyle is 50 years old. She can handle herself. You know, she doesn't need you to, you know, fight her battles, Teddy. So Denise says four. Bethy says five. Bonnie says 5.2. Kimberly says four. Fonda says zero because Fonda doesn't watch. Fonda doesn't watch. (laughs) And I love that. Ivy said, would Denise ever think she would have to worry for money when Charlie was so rich? Then he blows his money. Yeah. And she never even asked for, I think, uh, alimony or stuff. No, she didn't ask for that. Yeah. So So Denise is kind of like, I feel like she's like salt to the earth a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I do too for having all this. Mm -hmm. And I just think she got, she got it all beauty and brains and, you know, and a little, crap thrown in there being Charlie Sheen's wife, but, um, and losing her mom and yeah, yeah, he had his own issues, you know, Mm -hmm. and he does. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just can't be that famous and think you're all that because it all goes away. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. It all goes away. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to our final uh, recap, which is Vanderpump rules season eight, episode 19, a tale of two parties. Tom Sandoval throws a competing pool party on the same day as Jax, forcing everyone to choose sides once and for all. Brittany blames Katie for the rift in their friendship while Max and Brett nearly come to blows over their feelings for Dana. Schwartz and Sandoval must decide whether to double down on their investment with Lisa. James makes a surprising ally and Ariana erupts when Kristen tells her that Stasi has been making fun of her house. Nana, what do we got for them Nana notes? It's my favorite. Look at this little guy. Isn't it? The wig's back. Are you done sweating? You're putting it back on? (laughs) Oh, honey. I just... I just thought, well, wonder what it looks like backwards. Anyway, love Vanderpump rules. Always have, always will. She's wearing it backwards, you guys. Um, I would say it's got a lot of hair there. Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a, it's it's a, a look. look. It's a look. Okay, it's a look. So Vanderpump rules. Um, Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, isn't that something? They doubled. They doubled their initial investment. That is a short period of time, one year, um, to double it. 50000 and now it's worth 100000 They could cash out, get their money back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'd be silly because Lisa and Ken told them that they're going to have this garden next to it, mm-hmm. garden next to TomTom. Yep, the garden well, why, at TomTom. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you throw the I money know. back in there? 
I mean, it's going to be nothing, but everything's going to be opening up again. It's going to be nothing, but win-win for them. Yeah. I mean, they have a so. constant, uh, commercial going with Vanderpump rules. It's a constant commercial for Tom, Tom and all her oh. restaurants. So I would definitely keep investing and keep doing and, that. And it sounds like they are. Um, mm-hmm. it does surprise me that Katie, um, gave her blessing to it. Mm-hmm. Ariana gave her blessing. She, I think Ariana is very sharp. She knows. Yeah. Um, but it, it surprised me that I thought Katie would want to say, take the money and run. I feel like Katie has found her strain of weed, the strain of weed that works for her. Oh, a little that'd bit. be nice. This episode, I really <laughs> feel, I, I think a lot of these people are finding which strain works for them because uh, Katie seemed uh, quite calm throughout uh, besides yeah. a little bit of at, at the restaurant, but also at the party, it was like when she was talking to Dana later at uh, Sandoval and Ariana's pool party, I was like, oh, she's definitely yeah. high. So, you know, just let's keep Katie high because that seems to be working. And now she's letting James hug her. Definitely. She's she took oh. some edibles. Something's going down. I know the idea mm-hmm. that her and James would be friends ever. You know, I know. that surprises me. That does surprise me. And you're right. She's probably got the right strain. Can't stand this. Looks like she is high and she's getting. Yeah. She just, she looks high throughout this episode. So, yeah. And so James is back DJing as Sir. He was very thrilled about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Lisa's very proud of him for his sobriety. I hope he keeps it up because he is a likable person sober. He has a charm about him when he's sober. When he's drunk and saying asshole things, he does it. Uh, It's always been the difference between him and Jax. People are like, why is there hope more for James? And there's Jax. Yes, because James has this charisma and charm that he doesn't have because I don't believe James to be a sociopath or a narcissist. I just think James had... um, an upbringing that kind of affected, maybe there was, you know, a little bit of trauma or something. This is just me speculating from what I've seen. And oh, okay. also, you know, like addiction where Jax, I think is just a complete and utter Norman Bates. Like he's just creepy AF and he's a sicko <laughs> in my opinion. Oh, just your opinion, darling. But I think <laughs> a lot of people's opinion, Shonda saying Jax just called Tom Tom a money pit on Twitter. Jax is so jealous. Just like Shonda said, he's, he's so, he's just projecting all his jealousy and insecurities. And we saw it this episode. Keep going with them. Nana notes. You're killing it. So I love, I mean, I, so I'm really liking James and it's pissing me off that I always say, God bless you to people after they sneeze. And when we passed him at, um, what's the the name of the place that I love? The Grove. The Grove. Oh, I'm so mad that I just didn't look up, say God bless you, because I usually will. And I was just so enamored at where I was. But anyway, so that was my claim to fame that we didn't get to see James. Or you did, but you never tell me these things because you think I'm going to make an ass out of myself. Well, clearly, a year later, you're still wishing you would have wished or said God bless you to him. Um, Let's just say you're not ready to handle, like, like the D level celebrity sighting. So when we saw Nicholas cage, I wasn't going to tell you because you would freak out. And when I did tell you, you freaked out and followed him and stalked him. So yes, 
I know, but the driver got out of the car and thought, what is she doing? Yeah, so they thought you were going to charge after him because you were like, ah, and I was like, oh, my God. Where? Uh, where? Here's my impression of Nana. Whenever I, I, the person walks by, she's in L.A. with me, and I go, oh, that's blah, blah, blah. Like, we saw Nicolas Cage. There's Nicolas Cage. And I, I'm like, I go, be cool. Like, don't look. But Nicolas Cage walked by. She goes, where? 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 And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then you started running after him. It was, well, it was too much, Nana. It was the same when I took you to Jimmy Kimmel. We were in the green room, and you saw Kurt Russell, and you wanted to assault him. You wanted to, like, not assault him, but you wanted to touch him, and which would technically be assault if he didn't consent. And I'm like, no, just let me talk to him. I'm like, we can't. We can't. And you're like, Kurt Russell, I love you. As you every time you walk by, you're like, why, Joe? Why? <laughs> yeah. All right, I get a little starstruck. <laughs> Maybe I do. It's good stories. It's good um, for stories, but I just worry that we'll never be able to, you know, go back to these places if I let you just you know, break the rules and assault Kurt Russell. <laughs> I just, I felt by being close to Kurt Russell, I was close to Goldie Hawn too. So mm -hmm. it was a double edged sword. I'm sorry. Anyway, so I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm, I'm better now. Um, the Toms talked to Brittany about having Tom Sandoval have his own pool party. Mm -hmm. Was that mean or what? What do you think she was going to say to you? Jax and her are having this nice pool party. And I know Jax is, you know, texting everybody saying, don't come to my party. Don't come to my party. Well, the man is high and he just, he is losing friends. Of course, why am I feeling bad for Brittany? I know. Anyway. Uh, when I was like, What's I feel bad for you one bit. You know what your husband's doing. He's self-sabotaging and taking you down. And you should put your foot down and be like, until you go get help and stop whatever you're doing, we're done, even though we just got married. I don't feel bad for Brittany. She was like, came over the time. She's like, hey, poopers, scoopers. And then they're like, hey, we're going to do this because your husband's acting like an asshole. And she's like, real nice, rot in hell. I hope you guys rot in hell. Um, and then she goes home and tells Jax, walks up, Jax, can you believe it? Jax is eating, you know, just like power eating. And he's like, I'm going to go to the gym for the 54th time today. It's like, no, dude, go talk to a therapist. You need some kind of inpatient oh. treatment. You're a sick psycho. And Brittany, she knows what she got into, but she doesn't care because something in Brittany is attracted to this psycho. It's like, it's a psycho recognized psycho. I don't feel bad for Brittany one day. I don't. I don't know why I even mentioned it. Um, because, because you're a good I, person. Well, and for I, a moment, you thought he was a human, but he's not, Nana. He, oh, he was just terrible. I mean, running to the gym. He's American Psycho. He's literally American Psycho. Oh. He's seen that movie. That's Jax. No, he's like I American don't psycho. watch that stuff. Um, <laughs> I don't. I watch don't watch that, that stuff. stuff. Um. Dane and Brett, they go for drinks. We're kind of moving this along, right, Eileen? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and they went to a place called Hyde. And the little girl that doesn't eat macaroni, and I always have a hard time with her name. What's her name? Mm, I forget. No Carby. No Carby Barbie. I don't know. No, no Carby, Carby Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> she works there, and she also works at Sir. And she's going to be an actress and a model, and she has two waitress jobs. That's good. I like her. Um, and Hyde is close to my house. I can walk. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. Is it? Is it closer than Sir? Yes, it is. It's on Oh, 
Oh, it is. I love Sunset. And I to the comedy store, you know, where the oh sure foods is on Sunset. It's like kind of kitty corner, I think. I think that's high. Yeah. I think it's just so cool that I, I kind of know the directions and kind of know that the yeah. neighborhood. That's very cool. Um, so Dana and Brett, they go for drinks. And Dana, is that? Yeah, Dana. I'm oh. not even going to mention anything about her name. So he doesn't like Dana anymore after this. Dana's making some dumb, dumb decisions. Oh, huge dumb, dumb decisions. So they go out and that little girl, macaroni girl, Charlie. is flirting. No Carby oh, Charlie? Mm-hmm. No Carby Barbie. Charlie. No Carby Barbie. She is flirting with Brett. Brett is so into himself. Oh, She's oh, looking for my... Brett. She's actually how, was giving him my hair. Oh, do you mean Charlie was flirting with Brett? Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Charlie can't stand Brett. Charlie and Brett went on a date. What she was doing is she was like, she's like reading him. She's, she's going, so do you like always wear flannels? And he's like, yeah, it's kind of my thing. It's like, good. She's like, not really. Like she's very judgmental. She does not like him whatsoever. She hates. Really? That's why I got the- on the Charlie train. Cause she hates all the people we hate. Honey, I got, I got that totally different than that feeling that she was hitting on him. Because I think Dana said something like, he looks like a sexy Paul Bunyan. She was like, mm, not really. <laughs> like Charlie calls it as it is. And when Brett took her on a date, remember she was very honest. And she was talking about, they were talking about like podcasts. And she's like, you're still talking about your ex. Oh my God. So I love that Charlie's calling out this dickhead. I think it's funny. I just, you know, and his hair, I mean, could you make it any more, you know, trying to be messy and cute and you're not. And like, quit yeah. talking about it so much. Like, it's just your hair. It's how it sits. It's like, is it okay? It's like, no, nothing's okay about you, Brett. Nothing. But we have to I do it overhanded. <laughs> I know. I know. I am not. I am not a, a Brett um, lover I or Max, either one of them. Goodbye. So anyway, okay. So I said, she, I thought she was flirting with him. Um, and then they make out by the car. Uh, Dana and Brett. She was aggressive and whatever. Such like a bleh, where she just grabbed him, which good for you. Go get what you want, girl. But he doesn't deserve it. He has he no. He doesn't do deserve it. it. And he acted like he acted like he was surprised. Get real. You weren't surprised. So and we already went over about Brittany going home and telling Jacks about the pool party. Jacks storming off, going, "Well, you think I'm? You know, um, we used to call it like stepping out on you. That sounds so quaint. Um, like cheating again. Yeah. Because he's at this orange. Th- yeah. You know what? There's something fishy about this. It's not just working out. I guarantee there's more to it. Oh, shoot. We lost Nana for a second. Your connection. Sorry, we lost you. Um, oh, you're back, though. Um, there's something more fishy. It's either he's burying bodies or he's he's getting he's- bodied by somebody. I don't know. There's something. But a lot of people were calling him on Instagram for the way he was rowing because I guess his technique is really shit because you got to be careful when you're on those rowing machines. You can really hurt yourself. And so I, I thought it was kind of funny because he's just like pulling. I was like, guys, go work out. You cannot work away the psycho. You can't work out away the psycho. You no, just, three can't. times a day. Get over it. I mean, stay mm-hmm. home with your wife. What was he eating though? That really did look good. Was it lasagna or something? Wow. Yeah. Or some kind of like egg bake. Um, like, oh, like, it looked good. Like Bethy said, Nana, Charlie was clowning on Brett. So she clowns on him. She's always like, oh, is that all you own? Oh, and yeah. You don't really like that cute. See, and here I'm thinking she's hitting on him. I, I thought, wow, why would you do that right in front of Dana? I got the <laughs> totally different thing. I didn't know what that was. Okay. So I'm getting to like her then. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> so anyway, Jack's is saying it's his therapy. Brittany's afraid he's cheating. 
Um, they were married how long? They've been married like two minutes. And he's already like telling Stassi at the end, I don't know if I made the right decision. Of course, Jax, you're never going to love her because you don't know how to truly love. You're a no. sick Oh, in my so opinion. We, yes. <laughs> in, in my opinion. And Ken and Lisa, we already talked about that, that they're adding the garden next to Tom Tom and the Toms are both going in together mm -hmm. on it. I think that's, yep. that's a no brainer. Let's talk about the drama that started when Katie and Tom went to lunch. And so we have these competing pool parties and then we have Ariana and Brittany. They go to like uh, do some charity work with Lisa, like delivering clothes and stuff. And then of course, Brittany, you know, the, it comes up and she's like Sandoval. And it's like, mm, it's not Sandoval's fault. It's your husband, Jackson's fault. Right. And then later she, and Ariana's like, well, you know, a lot of people, uh, think that and say we should have a party like Katie, Dana. So then Katie's out with Schwartz and she gets a text from Brattany and Brattany's like, they said you were behind it, right in hell, right in hell. And Katie's like, I'm going to call her. And then Katie gets loud. And then Schwartz is like, oh my God. But then he grabs the phone and he says, you're an idiot. Cause that's what Schwartz is good at is just telling uh, the women on the show what idiots they are, but never telling like Jax what an idiot he is. I'm just like, Schwartz, get your shit together. Uh, I know that was just, you know, Brittany, look at your husband, what he's doing. She's embarrassed for him, but you know what, Brittany, you reap what you sow. This is the man you loved. He loved. Kimberly says him and the Reiki master are doing blow together. Remember the Reiki master who was doing energy on him? And he was like, Brittany, I got to go see oh. him. It's the only thing that calms me down. And she was like right in his genitals, like reading his energy. And he was like, this works. <laughs> I forgot about her. I forgot about her. Oh, he has been a mess for a while. Hasn't right? he? Oh, God. Uh, how, what did you think about the comedy club? Okay, here's the thing. Westside Comedy Theater. I perform there all the time. I know. Uh, I love West Side. Shout out to West Side Comedy Theater. Chell teaches stand-up classes at West Side Comedy Theater. If Dana ever is interested, not that she needs it. I wasn't throwing shade at all. I support women in comedy, but I'm just saying, Chell is a really good teacher. Um, so he yes, teaches he now via Zoom for West Side. I love everyone that works at West Side. I've done so many shows there. It's like home away from home. Um, so it was very interesting to see. I don't know who the opening comic was, the host guy, but he was, you know, throwing a little bit of insults out at, uh, Brett and Bo, like with Brett, he was like, oh, this is, or no, Max, Max is a strong name. And then Bo, Bo was like, what the heck? Um, but you know, it's just what you do as a comedian. And I'm sure the comedians were like, oh, I mean, if I saw the reality show coming in, I would be grateful for the exposure if they would allow me to do a joke or two. But I would also be like, oh, it's going to be annoying because they put them all the way in the back. So there's it's a pretty small theater. Yes. And it's in Santa Monica. If you guys want to know where it is, it's very close to the beach in Santa Monica. And um, they put them in the back against the wall. There's no like servers there. It's really low key. They don't even serve food. Uh, they have like a bar, which one of the owners will work at. It's a really, really cool comedy club place. So seeing that was just like, oh, my God, it's like my home, you know? Um, and then I think, yeah, I Dana love it. Set. I I'm love that Dana is doing comedy. Stay with it, Dana, like keep at it. Um, I think she's, like I've said before, I think she's newer to the comedy game. She's very young. So if she keeps at it and she keeps working, you could see Dana in 10 years or even five years at this point. Um, 
or sooner because now she's got this exposure really killing it around. I mean, her jokes are very, I, you know, her, her, her setups are, you know, she had the setup, like there's this guy that's following me around or whatever, like, Yes, oh, but, th- but that's not just about my dad or something. But my dad's not all bad. I used to have a joke like that. It's kind of like a very it, you can tell when someone's a little newer to comedy because they'll 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 say things. There's one punchline you'll always hear from people. So we're dating. They'll talk about someone who's very disgusting and go. So we're dating or they'll go. So I'm single. Um, if you didn't already tell and hers was, you know, so my dad, he's not all that bad. And I used to do one when I first started, which was uh my dad, someone came to a show and was like heckled me and said, you're the worst thing that, you know, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, Oh God, you guys, I was shocked. I'm never inviting my dad to a show ever again. So like, it's a very kind of, yes. I thought of that when you did that. Yes. I loved it. We all go through that. That's the beauty of it. I kind of like watching Dana grow as a comic and I do run a show in Los Angeles, the mermaid comedy hour, Dana. And if you want a spot, hit me up or maybe I'll have to hit you up, but it would be cool if you hit me up uh, <laughs> because I just, I think that that'd be great. Cause but yeah, I think maybe I might have to put her up at, uh, at the improv, but you know what, by the time we get back into all this, I think she'll probably be on main stage and I'll, I'll still, I'll despite, you know what I mean? Like that's how it works. It doesn't really matter how long you've been in it. It's all about, you got heat behind you. She's on a popular show, but I, I might have to invite her on my all woman show, the mermaid show, because I give props to her. I mean, she's doing it. She definitely has a strong point of view. She has this kind of yes. snarky, like um, kind of low-key like shade uh, personality up there. So keep going, girl. I, I was happy. And, I was happy to see her. And I knew you'd love that. I knew you'd love seeing that comedy club. I, and I know you have performed there. Yes. I've yes. performed so many times in front of industry there, uh, like the Tonight Show, a, a booker, and he just never... <laughs> He's just, hey, I, he doesn't even look my direction. Like, it's so funny whenever I see he's on the lineup and he's a great guy. There's, I have no bad things to say. There's just, you know, sometimes you're not what, you're, if you're not what they're looking for, it's nothing personal. You're not what they're looking for, but he's always the industry. And so I'm like, oh, blah, blah, blah's here again. Great. Now I can perform in front of him again and have him not make eye contact with me. <laughs> so I have so many memories there. Chell and I competed against each other there in a competition. I've done so many shows. It was really fun. It was, I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Beth. Kathy for the four ninety nine super sticker. Oh, yes. Thank you. Is that ever nice? Thank you. Yes. And um, I just I saw that comedy club and I and I do remember some things. Yes. And I remember you talking about it. So uh, performing there. So I thought, oh, Jolene's loving this part. Um, uh, what do you think about Max and Brett arguing at the table? It was disgusting. You know what? I Max? thought it was so disgusting. Of Brett. Brett to say he doesn't have feelings and being, and he keeps saying, it's not like I after quits talking like that. Why do we talk like that about someone you might be in a relationship with? Why do you make it so gross and derogatory? I have like, no idea. Why don't you just like have sex or I don't know something else. It's just gross and disrespectful. He's like, so I don't have feelings for it. I'm like, okay, curly Q you do too. Shirley temple. Um, Chell just gave a super chat. <laughs> Where is Chell? Chell? Thanks. He said, Nana, thanks for making Jolene. He's in another room. I don't even see him. Uh, oh, my gosh. Chell, it my was husband. my pleasure. And speaking of Chell, <laughs> we are going to be recording some Married to Bravo episodes with Chell covering the Real Houses in New York. We've been talking about it a lot, but we said, oh, okay. Oh, yes. 
going to do it. We're not going to do video for it because Chell and I, when we started this, we just did audio and he prefers that. And whatever okay. it takes to get my husband to watch the show. So you guys, I know some of you have left reviews saying, where's Chell? You didn't just, you didn't explain it. We did a few times, but I get, I haven't changed the intro. So I totally apologize. I know it's confusing and I love you for um, sticking with us. And I know you guys love Nana and thank you, but I should have, I'm going to update the beginning and then Chell and I are going to release a couple audio uh, episodes on iTunes, breaking oh. down this season of New York. So that's a lot of wonderful. Work. I like it. And when you um, married to Bravo, is it when you first start up, is it the you saying that you and Chell break yes. it down, right? I never okay. updated it because honestly, well, that's, it's me being lazy and I should have done it and I didn't. Well, there's one thing you're not and it's lazy. And, um, oh, Anna, and you'll so get... Well, who will get top billing on this, do you think? Well, you know what? I think I'm just going to, we're all going to just be Jolene, Nana, Chell, or Jolene, or Nana, Jolene, Chell, or Nana, Nana, Nana. I don't know. You don't have to tell me what you want. <laughs> Tora, Tora, Tora. That, you know, that was a movie, too, back in 1971, um, the same time Patton was out. And a bird says, hey, Chell, yes. Oh, honey, have you been sleeping? Where you been, Linda? She's been in the chat, though. She has been in the chat. She, so, oh, good. Okay. And Hi, Fonda Linda. said, Chell use is a zaddy. Yes. Um, it's a zaddy? Zaddy is like a hot daddy. You know, it's just oh. like a, not like your own daddy gross, but it's a zaddy. Okay. It's an urban I, I think that. I like it a while back, but it's just like it's like a just a just a hot guy. He's your zaddy. Um, Shonda says, "I hope hearing that helps Dana drop both Brett and Max." I mean, for real, girl, you are a stand. You get on a stage yes. and talk to strangers and own your shit. These two little f boys cannot keep up with you. They're both no. It's a battle of the egos. Like, oh, I want to f or no, I want to f. It's like nobody gets to f anybody. You're just you're gross. You're gross. I know right? it was gross, and I just wrote in here. Brett is saying he doesn't have feelings for Dana in front of everyone at the table, I and I just wrote in great big letters, "pussy." What? Okay. Yes, and wasn't it funny how we oh. saw the difference in age and maturity, even with like Stassi and Bo, how they were giving them advice, and and Bo's like, dude. You're embarrassing her. This is inappropriate for you to talk like that. So it was like, yes, we need a 40-year-old yes. to tell these guys how to treat yep. women, I guess. Even though I think Max, well, Max is in his late 20s. And I think Brett is in his early 30s. So he should freaking know better. You but, know, yeah. You know, and in the beginning, I did like Brett. Mm -mm. Um, never was. And now neither one of them. And um, certainly they've said um, some disgusting things, racist comments. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, I, I don't have time for that. Okay. Um, and Kimberly is saying they're boys, not men. Yes. Yes. You yes. are. Right. Kimberly. They're not boys to men because though that had to get it, Nana boys to men, the group Motown Philly back again. Go, go, go. Doing all it all East Coast something. <laughs> Although we've come till the end of the episode. All right. So what else we got? We got the oh, competing that pool was parties. That was very cute. Um, yes. What did we have, honey? Competing pool parties. I would definitely rather be at Sandoval and Ariana's overall. Even though they don't have furniture, they made it look super cute. I love the tents. Uh, they had dogs. Um, and I love how Charlie, a.k.a. No Carby Barbie, was going, why would I go to Jax's? He's like, closer in age to my dad. I'm like, yes, Charlie, that's hilarious. Cause that's going to kill Jax. And so I thought that was funny. 
Um, it looked way more fun. Then you go to Jax's and she said Jax's party was at a retirement home and he's just floating around the pool, super angry. Some people decide, I also thought just real quick, Lala was very messy at the uh, dinner when she brought up the Dana and Brett thing. And then yes. Sheena shows up and she was, she was doing pretty well this episode, basically calling Jax out saying like, your day was June 29th. I've had my music video scheduled for a long time. Sheena's like, I got business to do. I don't have time for Jax's bullshit. Yeah. So I thought their party looked more interesting. Obviously, Stassi and Bo go to Brittany and Jax's. It just it looked pathetic. And Brittany's like, I'm making hamburgers because when I'm angry, I like to get my hands in the meat. Uh, and there's like, oh. So yeah, their party looked lame. Jax is just Adderall coked out, allegedly. Something's going on a stimulant. He did admit to Adderall. Yeah. It's mixture with cocaine. And he's acting like a huge butthole. Lala, of course, is over there. I just so I'm so sick of Lala. I, I know. And so. Lala comes over, yeah, to Brits and oh she just can't understand Jax's behavior. Um, really? Oh, I don't know. You can't understand the guy that uh hit on you and was trying to have sex with you before his girlfriend moved there. And then when you tried to tell his girlfriend, he called you a liar and slut shamed you, but you couldn't understand that he would act like this. That's interesting. But now that he's friends I with know. your producer fiance, now everything's cool. All right. Awesome. I know. It's funny how we remember things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So and- Kristen tells is telling. So Sheena must have went from the dinner and told uh, Kristen about what was said about Ariana's house, not having furniture, but I thought it got lost in translation. Cause I could have sworn from the edit, Lala said it and Stassi, I know Stassi kind of agrees with that. No furniture thing. I'm sure she has ripped on Ariana, but Lala was the one that was like, I am oh. not going to Ariana's. I'm an adult. I'm going place where there's furniture. I'm not going to a frat party. I'm like, Oh my gosh, Lala, you cannot put yourself on this pedestal when you're literally out there bragging about S and D's for Range Rovers. What makes you better than anybody? That is some frat ass behavior. If I ever saw it, you are trading like what I just, uh, and what year was the Range Rover? As a couple of years ago. I don't know, but oh, she's okay. Next time she's constantly in a frat party. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I don't remember. It was, it was, um, well, she talked about it last season, Nana, when her, I think it was last, I get so confused, last season when her and um, what's his nuts, the producer broke up. And then she's like, there's lots of other D's I can suck to get on PJs. And it's like, okay, fine. Okay, yeah. fine. But then don't come down on everybody else. And just because they don't have furniture, like Ariana is 10 times the advocate for women, 10 times the maturity yes. that yes. you are. So Sit down. Take several seats, Lala. She needs to. She needs to know her place. Um, she was wearing a really nice dress, though. She oh, was. She went to Brittany's. I like the was. dress. It wasn't a paisley print, anyway. It was reminding me of something of the late sixties. It was so cute. I think it was in the Montgomery Ward's catalog. Anyway, um, I think we should wrap this up because. Um, Nana's got to go night night. Yeah. So when Kristen tells Ariana that Ariana erupts and is very upset. So this is only adding to her feud with Stassi when really it was Lala who said it. Uh, Katie and James make up like we discussed. And thus yeah. is the episode. But basically we just saw this episode, a lot of Jax going on Instagram live to talk about how he's working out and he's so stressed out. And Jax just is never going to get it. He's never going to truly appreciate what he has. Stassi pulls him aside and is like, you're losing. And he goes, I am. And so I don't think you ever had it. So you've always been losing it. 
Yeah. And he's I just, used to, I used uh, to like Jax. I did. I liked Jax. I mean, I thought he brought a lot to, I mean, I know he was a, a little ass, but honest to God, he was, he was interesting and he was kind of always in trouble and sometimes you felt bad for him, but no more. It's time to grow up. It. It's over. It's time no more. Uh, Kemp says Sheena offered her a drink at Sir for her 60th birthday because they had uh, oh. either the same birthday or similar birthdays. And Kem was saying she reached out to wish her happy birthday. And that was very sweet. Like I'm saying, I think Sheena oh. is, uh, she gets a very strange edit. And Nana, I don't know if you heard this. This is just a little bit of tea I'll share with you. I shared it on the Bravo Breakdown with Jolene. There was a um, producer. Her name is Bree Dillinger, I believe. For she's not a producer, I'm sorry. She's an editor, something like that. One editor of production, something. Um, for Vanderpump Rules, she was on a podcast. She admitted to giving Sheena a bad edit on purpose, and that they do that and they think it's funny. Oh. Um, so that's come out now. The podcast has since been erased. And so this is all alleged. I didn't hear it myself, but a lot of places were reporting this. And Bravo, I don't think they have addressed it. Yet, but you guys can find it if you look on oh, all about the real housewives.com, Starcasm, different sites like that. I think even page six picked it up. So, um, Sheena, if I was Sheena, because you know, you and I have talked about this now, like, who, why is Sheena doing herself so dirty? They were saying how they even manipulated the scene with Sheena and oh. Stassi's brother, and that they really enjoy just making Sheena look bad. And this producer or editor, whatever her title is, said, that if Sheena was smart, she'd make friends with me because I, I do that. And we know the production, wow. you know, messes with stuff, but wow. it made me feel a little for Sheena. Cause I'm like, she's been getting up. <laughs> Her edit has been horrendous. Really tough. Really mm -hmm. tough. She, she has been made to look like a old cougar. Yuck. Yeah. yeah. And there's still issues about Sheena. I don't think Sheena's perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but there are no, people no, on I this. I say that either. Apparently, according to the story that leaked, um, they were giving, instead, they were giving Stasi and Bo the hero's edit sort of thing. And oh. we've talked about that before of Stasi being uh, kind of like the next Lisa Vanderpump. They kind of build it up like that. Like Lisa has always had this fondness towards Stasi, and maybe they saw early on when they cast her the next star in her. I don't know. Uh, Jeff says Jax and Lala are very similar, disgusting. They are very similar. And they probably would have made a great couple. They probably would have killed each other by now. Yeah. That's true story. <laughs> JK, guys. JK. Okay. Um, oh, and Nana, just so you know, uh, Sandoval and Ariana, they were on Watch Happens Live. And you could see their house. And they I got saw that. Furniture. I saw that. And he says, you know, it takes a long time when you're buying custom furniture. I've never bought custom furniture before. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it takes a, a long time mm -hmm. to order. You know, if you're ordering your material yeah. and things like that, I've never been able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, the longest it takes me to order furniture is in the financing department and sitting down with those people. But that's another story. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I actually, you know, I probably owe Tom and Ariana an apology because I think I was making little jokes about their uh, house not being, uh, you know, decorated and stuff. I think I, it, I think if we go back, but you know what? Yeah, they it's beautiful. It takes it's beautiful. Your, their own time. I'm glad they took their time. Um, and like Shonda's saying about Sheena, it can't all be editing. No, it can't. We know Shonda that Sheena is got yeah. some problematic things by nature, but she's no worse. Brittany's worse. Jax is worse. Lala is worse. I would say. 
Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, you know, like I always said, Grandma Frances would have called her a whore. Um, but yeah, she just, oh, I don't know. She well, comes we just, off very crass. crass. We don't slut shame. We just say oh, that she's. You said I could say what I felt like. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just. Slut shame, I will. I think she's coming off mean. She's just coming off very mean and she's getting really messy. And it's just, it comes off as like, well, what, you know, where's Randall? If I saw, I thought he was gonna be more part of the show and how come you're always in these kids business and why can't we be in your business? Yeah. You know? So, Oh, I hear, I hear Terry. Terry. In the Hello. That's Tilly. Anna, you did it. And it's almost two hours. Covering three is a lot. It We're going to we'll have to, Go quicker next time. Yes, I I could speed it up. I don't have to go out on tangents. Not so well. I okay, speed. She gets more me. Shout, no, no. Uh, uh, sh a shout out to Jerry Mathers and Tony Dow. I love you. <laughs> Nana making them leave it to Beaver references that are so relevant. She likes to keep it so relevant. Well, um, <laughs> have sorry. You, have you seen Tony Dow? He's so cute, and his wife is just darling. Anyway, shout out to all of them. And yeah, happy shout birthday, out. Beaver's mom. Oh, Nana. Wait, Beaver's mom is still alive? We talked about it earlier. Don't pay much attention to me now, <laughs> do you? <laughs> oh, I thought he was talking about his wife. Sorry. That's why I said the wife's birthday or the 90th mom's birthday. I thought you meant his real mom, not his TV mom. No, his, his TV mom has passed, Barbara Billingsley. Okay, I was, I was thinking it was and his... His real or his, his um, real, it's TV his mom. real mom is, is 91 and a half. No, okay, I thought you Billings meant right now it's TV mom. Got it. All right. I do pay attention. I okay. love you, Nana. Please don't hate me. <laughs> that day yes. would never come, darling. I said, no, do not speed up. And Fonda says, we love Nana's tangents. Well, we love you guys and we love Nana. Thank and you, Nana, Fonda. you and I will be back with some 90 day fiance. We got so much to talk about regarding that. I do have to do a live, a survivor live with Sarah at nerdtainment on Monday. I got to find out what time. So we might have to push it earlier or later, or maybe um, to a different day, but we will be back with 90 day. Any last minute thoughts, Nana? I just want you to get rest and you look beautiful. And oh, honey, I'm just, I don't know. I just get tired lately, but that's very normal for people in their sixties when they don't have a lot on their plate. Of course I do. I have all these things that I want to do. Um, we have a lot of plants. I'll be planting my garden tomorrow. Yay. Nana, that, that's Nana's happy place with her hands in the dirt. She loves it. And the soil. Morris. Uh, I love Morris. Morris. Says she so died. Thanks for bringing up the memories for me. Sorry. Uh, RIP to Beaver's <laughs> mom. She was good. Oh, Anna, that was just a great show. And it's, it's tested, it's lasted the so many years, 50 some years. Come on. You know, Shell's been going, you need to send me a picture, a screenshot of NyQuil Nana so I can draw it for our merch. And I'm looking at you right now, Nana. Let's see. Can you just look at the screen? Okay. And I'm going to screenshot that. And that's what we'll send to Chell, and he will draw your beautiful NyQuil. Um, I had the tangent this time. Kem said, yes. All right, you guys, don't forget to like this video. Comment after this video post. Make sure you let us know everything you're feeling. What do you think about the Sheena T at the end? What did you feel about the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion? Who do you think was the best dress? Beverly Hills, are you team Kyle, team Denise? How are you feeling? Let us know in the comments. Get those comments coming after this post. Have a wonderful night. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes, Nana. Thank you.
Oh, thank you. Thanks for um, having me on this. This is just fun for me. Um, it would be a lot better if we maybe started at 6 a.m. You think about it. Okay. Okay. As a morning person. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you.